1: Decisions.
0: All right, let's get down to business, man, because we've only got three hours and uh, we've got a lot of words, a lot of words, a lot, of anger, rage to vent over the next uh, three hours. I'm Gabriel Morenzi alongside uh, Cam Stewart, Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio has uh, begun Uh, We're as uh, stacked as uh, Lisa Ann on this uh, program uh, today, man. We've got it all. A little bit of something for everybody. Mark Lawrence talking college uh, football. Um, We're going to break down um, the MAC uh, conference because everything that's going on in the sports world today, I think that's the biggest... uh, Thing on the agenda: the today. Akron Zips. How are they going to do, yeah, Mark? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what about Ball State? What's what's the story? What right about everything know. else that's going on <laughs> in <laughs> the sports world? We're going to find out. How's uh, Miami of Ohio oh, looking yeah. this year? Bowling Green? Well. I got to tell you, we got a regular uh, we got a regular fan out there. As, uh, his son is actually uh, on Miami of Ohio this year? He's a freshman, number twenty four, cornerback. So we'll keep our eye on him. Mark's son? No. Who's son? I said a fan oh, of a the fan show. Oh, fan's son. Oh, I'm like, wow. That's crazy. I was going to go, well, that's absolutely
2: insane.
0: That didn't take long. <laughs> Maybe if you would like, you know, stopped staring at a computer so much and, like, listen to what's going on with oh, the show. You'd, that's you'd, fantastic. Like, well, you obviously weren't. Like, you're, I said a fan. I didn't say oh. Mark Lawrence's son. Like, if Mark Lawrence's son played football for Miami, wouldn't that have that ever come up before?
2: Yeah, it probably would have.
0: That's a good point. God, it's like well, an extra a day. Eh? you got you got you to gotta bring down. So, uh, Mark Lohr going to join us. We're going to talk about the MAC. Dan Daly's going to join us. We're going to talk about the British uh, Open. Oh, yeah, Carnoustie. We've got uh, Lou Gamblu uh, will join us. Uh, we're going to talk uh, UFC Hamburg. There's a ton of stuff uh, going on. And, of course, the biggest news of the day, evidently, it's National Hot Dog Day, which I don't really understand why it wouldn't be National Hot Dog Day on uh, the 4th of July when... Actually, have that stupid hot dog eating contest. Very
2: good point. Yeah, if you're gonna have a hot dog eating contest, you'd think that would be the day. But it's it, it's it's a day for everything. There's Poutine Day, Hot Dog Day, every gravy day, is day. Hashtag. Gay. I know
0: it's ridiculous. How about this hashtag? You suck. It's hashtag You Suck Day. That that's what. Uh, how's that? See, it's also Mandela Day. Another scam. What else is going on? Oh, Sour Diesel Day. That's good. Hashtag, oh, Sour Diesel. Hashtag Sour Diesel. That looks like a good trend. I'm just kidding about Mandela. He was a great soccer player. Isn't that what uh, the goalie thinks, Jonathan Bernier?
2: That's, r- that's right. That's right.
0: Mandela, what a
2: what a player! He was yeah. actually
0: at like an award show. <laughs> I, like I, stuff. I, I, they asked, "Like, what well, what are your thoughts on Nelson Mandela?" They said, oh, he was a real champion. The way he played, real yeah. inspiration." Like, dude, like after it to be told, you know, he's not an athlete, right? Like, <laughs> <I know
1: exactly.
0: laughs> what do you want from the guy? Right, the guy's from Quebec, and, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he he's like, stops he, pucks. He's That's all. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like, know too much other than stopping rubber. I've said that before. Like NHL players are the least politically engaged out of any. That's <laughs> like, true, very true. Out of the they big four, definitely. Like I, I'm willing to bet too. Like uh, they would know who the president is, not their local only, be, congressman, only because though. Trump is so you know yep. famous. But generally, I, if you ask like NHL players, like to name world leaders and stuff, like yeah, I don't think it would go very. Well. I agree with you. <laughs> I think it would be real bad. Okay. I don't, I, you know, I don't know. I could be wrong. I uh, often am sometimes, but well, I'm in. I'm I in, just don't sense that Mitch Marner is uh, is up on, uh, on, on geopolitics. <laughs> politics.
2: <laughs> who's you, who's the senator, Mitch? No, I'm in a fantasy football league with ex-NHLers and NHLers. They don't talk. They never talk about anything other than sports. <laughs> like, other, guy, other guys might have a conversation about the union yeah, and your this Yeah, bud, your buddies with,
0: uh, it's true, your yeah. buddies with Carlo. Yeah, Carlo. Carlo, in, uh, what is it? Colia. Yeah,
2: yeah co- top name. Colia Coley- I'm actually partners, <laughs> Coley- I'm partners with his brother, Paulo, who yeah, is like a gold if, tech.
0: Has he ever brought up anything serious no. in no. his life? It, what has he brought up? Oh, Cam, I brought you you house. you owe me money. How much money he has. I was saw you at the Argos game with Gabe. Yeah,
2: it's basically, it's just how much money he's got, how much I don't got. And I'll see you at the next CFL
0: game. Thanks. Who? <laughs> that guy. Man, I'm bad with names now. Like, uh, I know the guy. I'm even buddies with the guy. I used to be on OTR with him all the time, and I became buddies with him, a hockey player. Staging? I'm trying to think. A local guy? He, he was like a star, but he, he was like, he became an alcoholic. Rick Natras? Mattress oh, Rick, Rick dude, is like sixty he's years old. Yeah, right. okay. No, I'm just. No, I I'm did just get like along I, with. Rick no, Natchez. I
2: know you got along with. Now, see, that's the thing. You, that, that one's not my fault because you've been on with old. I, I don't know if he's an old timer or a young timer. Let me think here. Uh, all right. Anyways,
0: yep. Kind of a tough dude. He was on the Leafs a couple of years ago. You know. Oh, Rich Clune, the guy that wore the helmet. Rich isn't it your buddy yeah, yeah, Rich Clune? Rich Clune. Yeah, I feel like Mr. Burns. Wow, I got it. I'm like Krusty. I'm like uh Rich Clune's a ty- that's a that's a rare name, too. Reminds me of Rory Rory Calhoun, the way he's looking at him. He's standing and talking. So I saw Krusty the other day. Uh, anyways, I'm just like that guy that used to on that show. What's his name? Guy that wore the shirt. Guy <laughs> that wore the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> guy that wore a shirt. That yeah, Clune was living in your building. Okay, so Rich Clune, Rich Clune. Yeah, so Rich Clune was a um, yeah, he's, he's an NHLer, and uh, you know he's a millionaire and stuff. And I gotta tell you, the only thing that he ever talked to me about was banging chicks. That's another <laughs> thing. Like, that was, good point. Was After like money, the, it's chicks. It was like the only thing ever. Yeah, you're right. I, I be- remember once I was down. I had some uh, women problems. He was like, "Dude, I'm gonna take you out with the boys." He goes, uh, "It's a, it's a it's a it's a buffet." Yeah. And I told him, "Rich, yeah, it's a buffet. If you're on the Toronto Maple, Maple Leafs, leaves, yeah." Like, he, he goes, "No, no, there'll be some spillover. <laughs> Spill, yeah. I like that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> there'll be some he spillover. Goes, no, he goes, no, no. He goes, there's heavy spillover, game. Heavy spillover. <laughs> heavy
2: spillover. <laughs> Great
0: turn. It's true. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah, she has a point. Yeah, he does. Because yeah. you go out, yeah, you true. go out with a guy in the NHL for sure, and then all the chicks are around. Yeah. He can't do them all. That's right. He hook- and then you sort of hook up with the friend of you- the chick that's hooking up with him. You said it. You, you look around at the group and you see who's left and you go,
2: well, okay. Yeah, well. and in my
0: case, I have to pick out the heaviest one. Uh, I'll be like, all right, this is the one I'll have a chance with. Nothing wrong with a little girth, Gabe. No, I'm a fan. Yeah, I am, I am too. I like big bones. I'm a fan. <laughs> big bone women. Yeah, no, i have Solid. I'm a fan. No, yeah. no. Uh, I,
2: I, you know, you like, a, you like some curves. <laughs> curves are
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, when I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I was on the road. <laughs> I was on the road. We were hanging uh, with a, uh, we were hanging uh, with a very voluptuous lady, and um, there was a debate about it. After it was funny, like. uh buddy of mine told me, he goes, dude, man, you got some sort of weird fetish or something like this? He goes, I noticed every chick you, uh, you've you spoken to <laughs> this week has been a little... little on the bigger <laughs> side? A little <laughs> bigger. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, Gabe. I like that. <laughs> Actually, I got, got more
2: respect for you now.
0: <laughs> and then... I'm <laughs> <laughs> driving with the drummer. Uh, and he goes, you know, I was talking with the boys and uh, he goes, you know, I was thinking if you like something, then what's wrong with a little more of it? <laughs> <laughs> great, great point. <laughs> yeah. If you like
2: something, <laughs> how about a little more of it? <laughs>
0: like he was like, he was like, you know, if you like breasts, then you yeah. know, take a If, they're, if they're bigger, yeah. then you know, it's a great point. But he's like, you know, it can't be too big everywhere, right? Like just, you know, not everywhere, but <laughs> he's selective. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, the big news. Um, it feels like the All Star Game was a million years ago already. It's I crazy. Know. It was, and only it was last a great night. game too. Wow, ah. it had a little bit of everything. Was it a great game?
2: I thought. It, I thought All Star, uh, All Star Home Run Derby, and the game were pretty good. I thought it sucked. Really? Well, because it went over the number. No, because there were twenty hits and ten of them were home runs. Yeah, there's a lot of home runs these days. Strikeouts like and home the, runs. I, I,
0: don't, I don't know. I couldn't tell the difference between the All Star Game and the Home, home Run, run Derby. Derby. They merged into one. It's been like that the whole season. Dude, you know? you're right. It's the product of new baseball. And now we see this in the All-Star game where every guy just swing swinging for, for the fence, uh, 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 Swing and miss, swing and miss. Oh, home run. Kim, 50% of the hits in the game were home, home runs. runs. I
2: know. There Damn. were
0: 20 hits in the game. 10 of them were home runs. That game was going to
2: be a nut under until Segura came up there, too. And just, bam, that three-run shot changed, it changed everything. But uh,
0: in other news, uh, though, from the All-Star game uh, last night, uh, Papa John's. Of course Papa John's was in the news uh, last week uh because of uh, Papa John's a big racist. Uh but and we know that uh, Papa John they can't use him in like the yeah. the ads anymore, right? No. Uh, yeah. As a spokesman as well
2: they as well they shouldn't
0: use But them. they have a new spokesman, Hater from the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> You got your guy. <laughs> hey, everybody! Papa John's gone, but I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Hi, I'm Josh. And, uh, Hi, I'm Josh, Josh Hader. Hader for Papa John's. I hate black people. I hate gay people. White power. I'm Josh Hader. Papa John's better <laughs> ingredients. White power. That's that's Papa John's new uh, ad campaign. You said it about. Sound a little too harsh? It's pretty. St- I, it's I pretty think, strong. David. I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah, it oh, is. <laughs> you know, it's.
2: This kid, and that's the thing, we shouldn't be saying kid. When you're 17 years old, you're a hell of a lot different uh, than being a 14-year-old kid. You're old enough to make decisions. You're old enough to know what's going on. And he said some stuff that is absolutely, it cuts. It's so sick. Like, that's straight up, it's not
0: even, like, it's straight up racism. For shame to Major League Baseball for not suspending this guy immediately. Or they're going to put him in counseling. That's the thing.
2: What's counseling going to do?
0: And I got to tell you, his apology last night after the game was uh, pretty insincere. It was weak. I was a kid. Is everyone going to be held accountable when you're a kid? No, you're 17 years old. Dude, you're only 24 right now. You were 17 then. Like, you know. The thing is, too, it wasn't just one thing. It wasn't just, like, one instance. Oh, yeah, it was one night, and he tweeted a couple of things. It's like, no, there was a repeated pattern of sheer racism, homophobia. I I there's no – it was way – it's way over the top as far as I'm concerned. Seeing his his tweets, way over the top. Like the the, the DiVincenzo kid on Villanova. Yeah, that was totally different. Different situation. Yep. All right. First off, he actually is only like 18 years old. And you were, we were looking at tweets from a 13-year-old kid in DiVincenzo. Yep. 14-year-old kid. Secondly, well, Di Vincenzo the kid, used – language that he shouldn't have and specifically, you know, but, you know, he used words that he shouldn't have. Basically, D. Figenzo was just a little baller yep. that thought he was black.
2: Yeah. He talked. He talked to like white he guy. Talked, who, he's that white guy who yes. talks black. He, he didn't talk like street and it wasn't. There was no malice
0: in his stuff, no, man. That he this haters like, hater up, stuff he was hate. like, I'm balling like I D. Know. Rose. Exactly. And like he was like, I'm balling like MJ. Yep. And so he wa- it wasn't derogatory. You know what I mean? It was. Sure. D- it wasn't derogatory. Like, no one, like, Deep Genzo in a room, no one's looking at him and going, this kid's racist. You're like, man, this kid thinks he's Eminem or something. They, they laugh. You know what I mean? Yep. He's not racist. Hater. Hater's a racist. Hater, dude, You he tweeted white power. I mean, it, what, there's nothing, unless you're talking about, like, you know, t- unless you missed the D and you did a nice big bag of Coke. White, great white powder. <laughs> white powder. Not yeah, a White powder. powder. Yeah, it's like Trump. I meant, <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to put the that uh, not wood, wood, in. Wood, I said white wood. powder. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like, like that's, that's what you got to come out now if you're a hater. That's no, right. no, no, oh, no, 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 no. It was nothing racist. Uh, I was talking about cocaine. I was high that night, man. It's that was like good, a, good white powder. It was like uh, Homer Simpson. <laughs> like, don't tell him the truth. Don't tell him the truth. That he speaks out loud. I was buying pornography. <laughs> I was at the
2: pornography
0: (laughs) shop. But Gabe, the thing about Hader is what do you do? You can't
2: trade him. Every Major League Baseball team has a black guy on the team. It's not like everyone's going to be clamoring, hey, we want Hader on our team. I know he's a left-hander who throws gas, but you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know how the situation would change from Milwaukee to Atlanta to Baltimore to to any damn team in the league. The guy's a straight-up racist, and you you said it. Like This is not just uh, sugarcoating the issue. It's serious stuff. It's Really bad.
0: Uh, we'll get back to this. Yeah, baseball, and I got to tell you, you know, I thought that Rob Manfred, uh, yeah, I thought he's been doing a pretty decent job as commissioner of Major League Baseball for the most part. But now we're talking about uh, now we're talking about uh, designated hitters coming to the National League. Like I said my mind's about to blow. Too much going on. I thought this was the dog days of stuff. So did I. And uh, we haven't even gotten. We're 17 minutes in. No, talking about
2: DeRozan to... and Co- Co- hey, Leonard. We
0: haven't even gotten to the betrayal. The betrayal. There's more blood. There's more blood outside uh, the Air Canada Center or whatever the hell they call it now. Scotia Scotia, Scotia Bank. Go bank bank bank. Oh, screw yourself. Yeah. Horrible bootlickers. Horrible bank. There's more blood there than there is like in, in O.J.'s Bronco. Knife is in DeMar's back as we speak. We're we're not trading you. DeMar DeRozan (laughs) sees Masai Masai Ujiri in uh, in Las Vegas and uh, says, hey, what's all this talk about Kawhi Leonard and trades and, like, am I part of this? No, 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 no. You're not part of this. You're not part of this. I assure you. We're not trading you. Fast forward to... You see DeMar DeRozan this morning tweeted out, too. I got traded. Like, he was shocked. Like, basically... Not pissed about the trade part. It's a business. It is. It's a business. But he was lied to, and he loved Toronto. Why, why lie to the guy? That's the Why thing. not just tell him, listen, we have a lot of things I, in the air exactly. tomorrow.
2: Like, I'll, be, I'll keep you posted. There's no need to, because this was already in the works. You said it. there was no need to tell a lie to the guy. He's been the best, you could argue, the best Raptor ever.
0: Okay, and oh, yeah, um, ESPN is now reporting. Uh, Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to uh, report. To, he doesn't want to play for the Raptors, no. like even for a year. He might not play one single damn game. So they traded a player who's under contract for another three years. Who's what, 27, 28 years old in the prime of his career. Four-time All-Star, top five leading scorer in the NBA, two years running. One of the most popular guys in the city for a dude who, and, um, you know, how about these for quotes? Um, Unnamed general manager was asked at the NBA Summer League a couple of days ago. Well, Kawhi Leonard, is there any hope that Kawhi Leonard signs in Toronto? And uh, he said, Kawhi Leonard went to the All-Star game in Toronto, never left his hotel room once, hates the cold. Hates the cold. Oh. Oh, yeah. Ka- Kawhi Leonard refused, like, a contract extension for the Boston Celtics. Like, the Celtics said, hey, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do, you do, this, the tra- we'll do yeah. this trade if you just give, a, give us a couple of years so we can justify the deal. He said, no, no, I'm going to California. So, I, you know, I, it's not worth you guys trading for me. it. was like my just wanted to get rid of the Margarosa.
3: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app.
0: Radio network. I gave him Marenti. A lot of stuff going on.
2: What I was thinking about getting you, Morenzi, because you don't want to smash a TV or whatever when you're angry. Maybe like a punching bag or something, or something you could hit with a stick when you're really, really angry that won't smash into a
0: million pieces. That Just is, an yeah, 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 like, like something
2: you could pick your frustration
0: on. It's a good idea. You know what? I should actually get like a custom Gary Bettman punching bag. No, <laughs> like uh, basically Put space on it. No, like a real life, like basically like those sex robots, except. No sex. Like, I'll just basically no. get like a miniature real life version of Gary Bettman yeah. and just beat the living shit out exactly. of him all day. <laughs> Hit him with stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. You got every chokes, time, every time there's a, a bad call in a yeah. football game, Boom. just smack That's little fake Gary Bettman in the back of the head with a bat. You, Cause, Cause
2: bam. You, you can't ruin your domicile, you can't ruin your oven, your TV, your microwave. Those things cost money to
0: replace. So I'm thinking something you could hit repeatedly. Oh just, yeah. just hit it repeatedly. Bam, I like, bam, bam. Uh, Jerry's big, big genius. <laughs> I love, I love how too. So uh, he threw in uh, Pertle in the deal too. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Yeah. Pertle was the, the in a first round pick last year, right? Ninth yeah. overall pick. I like both a lot. I like both Utah players. Like I like so, him and a lot well, right? Whatever. I think he was a bust. But my point is, so I guess like but your, your your first round, like the ninth overall pick in the first round is not supposed to be a throw-in in a freaking deal eight months after you draft him. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, the people, oh, well, the Raptors are going to have this. They're going to have room in this. Does anyone have any confidence? that Masai Ujiri knows what he's doing. Is he going to? What, what, what's he going to do? What's he, what, is he going to trade OG uh, next year for Carmelo Anthony? He better. I'm be amazed you haven't. Or Siakam. I mean, and now. Oh, Siakam! Who gives a crap? I like but, Siakam. No, they're both good yeah, young whatever. players. So, you know, it's just this whole thing's a joke. You know, you trade, you trade a great kid and Demar Derozan, who's a consistent All Star. For a guy who didn't leave his hotel room during All-Star Weekend when he was in the city of Toronto because he thought it was too cold. Listen, Kawhi Leonard is a head case. It's pretty clear, all right? He's a prima donna, and he's hell-bent on going to California. Why anybody would give up anything is beyond me. So now we've just got to flip things over and try to get the Lakers to just buy in right now. But I don't know. I don't, I don't really think. Why would they buy him when they can get him next year? I don't really think Masai Jerry knows what the hell he's doing at this point, to be honest. So let's bring in uh, Mark Lawrence uh, right now. Talk some Mac football. But before we, uh, before we get to the Mac, we'll get Mark Lawrence's uh, take on all of this. What's going on, Mark? How you doing, Mark?
4: Doing great, guys. How are you doing?
0: Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. So what do you think of the DeMar DeRozan um, Kawhi Leonard deal?
4: Sounds like a little bit of dysfunction going on in Toronto in the basketball world these days. You had an NBA coach of the year who got fired, and then you trade a player's uh, all-NBA uh, player like DeRozan and bring in Kawhi Leonard, who, by the way, I don't know if you saw ESPN tweeted this out, but uh, Leonard does have the best career win percentage of any player in NBA history. Uh, 764 career win percentage, but uh, that's only going to be good for a year, it appears, because it sounds like he'll be headed out to Los Angeles by season's end. Kind of yeah, a he might current, not even
2: he might not even play, Mark. Like he didn't want to he didn't want to come here. We don't know what the injury like. That's the crazy thing is he might just not even play.
0: Yeah, you know though, we, when I hear that he's got the best winning percentage in history, I think wow, well, that means uh, you know Greg Popovich got a yeah. pretty good winning percentage. <laughs> very true, very true. He is a you winner. Know. Listen, I like Kawhi Leonard. And, listen, I'm a big DeMar DeRozan fan, but honestly, if this is a one-up for one-up deal, I'm not naive. Kawhi Leonard is a better all-around basketball player than DeMar DeRozan is. They, you know, Kawhi Leonard is a freaking stud. There's no disputing this. But Kawhi Leonard also has a pretty meddlesome uncle that's come out of the blue in his life. Uh, Kawhi Leonard also refused to play when healthy for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, he was willing to throw Popovich and his teammates out of the bus in San Antonio after everything uh, they've been through. And now, the Raptors are going to expect this guy to run through a wall for them in the one year he's under contract. When he's told anybody that would listen, I will not resign with you. I am going to California. It's not just the Lakers. I mean, hell, he might end up on a damn Warriors. He has been out of it. California. It's never been Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. It's California. I'm going to California. So you know, it's that. That's the thing. If we're just talking a straight up basketball deal, Mark, hey, it's not bad, but. DeMar Rosen's under contract for another three years. Kawhi Leonard isn't. I mean, it's ridiculous.
4: You know, there might be something more to this that uh, comes out in the end, but, you know, you've got the, the, the common denominator in this whole scenario is Greg Popovich, who Tony Parker suddenly, surprisingly, decides to leave the program and doesn't yep. want to play for anymore. Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to play for Popovich. You know, he just may be a flat out miserable coach and a person to play for, and, uh, with the soft personality that Leonard appears to have, you know, he probably just didn't—he just didn't uh, take to Popovich as well as he was expected to do. So that could end up being a little bit of the uh, of the situation here as well. But it'll be Toronto's job from this point forward to try and get this guy inked if they possibly can.
1: Yes.
2: Well, David Robinson didn't complain. Tim Duncan didn't complain. Their first well,
4: Spurs players
0: like this. This guy's a he's a winner. Their first order of business is going to be they got to freaking hope that he shows up yeah. uh, to to a press conference at least. Yes. Like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can get there. All right, so let's let's talk some football. And for the record, actually, the oddsmakers like the move. The Raptors' odds got yeah. lower to to actually win. Like I said, it's complicated. It's yeah. a complicated deal, in the sense that we don't know about Kawhi Leonard. You know how healthy is he? Does he want to play? That's Will he play? Exactly, a lot of questions. Is he going to show up? Is he going to hold out? If he when he does show up, I got to imagine if he's got a little little bit of an injury and he's like, "Well, I'm not going to be here anyway, so I can't play tonight." Yep. I mean, he just left the Spurs hanging in the playoffs. Like, why does anyone think he's going to give up his left nut to play for, for the try. Raptors right now? Run through a wall for them? God, it's frustrating. Let's talk some Mac football. Uh, speaking of frustration, <laughs> this conference is <subsets> me. It'll <laughs> frustrate you. It's the C, you know what? The Mac I always call this, Mark. It's the CFL of college football. <laughs> and I, I swear to God, half the dudes, like half the dudes in a Mac are from Montreal too. It's true. Every time Montreal guy
2: gets drafted, it's to the Mac. Hey, he got drafted by Akron. It's all my God.
0: Harold LePeraul, may yeah. rest in peace. I swear to God. Hey, I, I know a football coach. You um, he, he recently passed away, unfortunately, Mark. But. He literally sent like I think like 108 kids to the MAC conference, <laughs> like so. Like you know, basically like the Sun Youth Hornets in Montreal, the football program is like a, a MAC pipeline. Like I'm sure Western Michigan have a few on the team right now and Akron, etc. But anyways, uh, let's jump in. And um, let's start off uh, alphabetically here. Let's talk about uh, Akron and uh, and the Zips. A team that got blasted in their last couple of games last year, but uh, they got to a bowl game.
4: Yeah, they got to a bowl game, but uh, you know, I think they were at the epitome, Gabe, of a team that won games with smoke and mirrors last football season here. They got out yarded 126 yards a game and they go to a bowl only because they were plus net in in turnover ratio last football season here. Three of their wins were by a total of just five points. And to make matters worse for this football team, don't look at their schedule because in September they're going to be at Nebraska, Northwestern, and Iowa State. And they got to do all this this year. Chuck Amato, the defensive coordinator, retires as well. So I think this could end up being a long season for those zips from Akron. They got a pretty good quarterback in Cato Nelson. But the bottom line is they won games they should not have last year. And I think they'll pay the piper this football season.
0: And as we see in, in uh, inside the stats, uh, in Mark Lawrence's uh, playbook, it's the best college football preview out there. Stat that you will like. Uh, Bowden is 3-18 and 18 straight up and 4-16-1 against the spread as a home dog against uh, 400 or greater opponents. And uh, so we'll, we'll be looking to uh, continue that theme with a the weakened team this year. Marcus' teams uh, go in there and beat them up. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's been Terry Bowden's M.O. He, you know, he beats up on the cripples, and he can't handle anybody <laughs> that can play. <laughs> so, you know, he did that He did that last year, and uh, he could end up being the crippled guy this year. God, yeah. this is such a politically correct yeah. show, isn't
2: we're it? Off to a great, <laughs> we're off to a great start. Yeah. What about Ball State, uh, Mark? This is a team that had uh, really bad. You want to talk about a bad luck team. Injuries really uh, plowed them last year. What's your What's your take on Ball
3: State?
4: Yeah, I mean, they went through four quarterbacks last year, ended up the season with the fourth-string freshman quarterback. Uh, you know, that was bad news for the football team last year. They had wide receivers, only played five games last year. They're starting wide receivers. They had nowhere to go last football season. But you know something? It forced the coach, Mike New, to play a ton of freshmen last year. 32% of the freshmen played in games for Ball State last year. That's the second most in all of college football. And that stuff usually comes back and benefits a team the next year. They have nine starters back this football season here. If they can stay healthy, uh, all the experience that uh, that youth last year could turn to experience this football season here, I think this team could surprise some teams this year and maybe even make a bowl for as bad as they were last year. We're talking about Ball State, a football team that might end going bowling this football season. Uh, let me get up some uh,
0: some win totals here. Not exi- uh, Not the easiest. Um, it's not the easiest um... conference to find win totals. Yeah, I yeah, know exactly. you're going to have
2: to really keep digging. I know, but like, we, we, like we have no, them for all the they're, other they're, big guys. They're
4: out there. They're out there. It's just it's not easy. It's not easy. Well, well, what they are, guys, is uh, they're 100 to one to win the MAC. So obviously a real long shot. In the conference this football season here, 100 to 1, only two wins last football season here. But if there's a team in the MAC that's going to improve and surprise people, I'm saying it could end up being ball state yeah. just because of what they went through last year and the fact that they're bringing a ton of starters back nine on offense, six on defense here, and a pretty well stacked offensive line as well. So, you know, while they may not get to a bowl, I think they'll certainly improve on those two wins they had last football season.
0: All right, I found I found a number here but I don't know how accurate it is, but I'm seeing four wins for Ball State.
4: Have you seen that four around market four? That would probably that would probably be a good number for this ball state football team. I think uh, the the, the makers realized they had to put the number up on the team. And you know, just given the fact that look at they're going to be at Notre Dame in Indiana, the first two road games of the season here. That's what the MAC teams do. They go out in the in the month of September and they just get annihilated. But it gets them ready for the MAC conference football season here. And uh, again, some teams have to improve in the MAC, and I think Ball State will likely be one of them.
2: Bowling Green, Mark. Uh, this is uh, we talk about how quick this conference changes. I remember watching Bowling Green; they used to smoke teams. They were like a lock to win ten games. Now, all of a sudden, they're not that team anymore. And man, you bet on these guys, you're losing. Green
0: betting Bowling Dito Green. Dido Babers left for
2: Syracuse. Yeah, they, what's
0: up? What's Ch- up Ch- with this Ch- program, guys? it Well, was it ever a great program? Well,
2: no. I'm just saying, in the MAC, they used to be a decent program that would yeah. go to bowls and score a lot of points. Now they're just they're. They're a bad football team. They're bowling green again. Yeah, they are <laughs> bowling green again.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what What they've been is a, they were a two-win and a four-win team under Mike Jinks since he's come in here. But he went out and hit the recruiting trails. He's done a real nice job. He's brought 26 three-star recruits into the program here. And, again, hitting on this subject, sophomores, Had a ton of playing time last football season here. You're going to see a quarterback in Jared and If that name sounds familiar, remember Seth Daigie used to be the quarterback at Texas Tech. He's his younger brother, and he's got some ability here. So, you know, if Dagey is the real deal for this football team, and they bring in Carl Polini as a defensive coordinator here, this is, again, another football team I think can only do one thing, and that's improve this football season.
0: We're seeing five and a half. Five and a half a number I just found uh, on them. For the Falcons? Yeah. It's bold, though, Mark, isn't it? Yeah, to get to to six with these guys? Would that's you <laughs> do it, Mark? What
4: do you think? No. Would I do it? No. <laughs> <I would not. laughs> the answer's no, Gabe. I
0: know, you got to get to 500. It's like that. That's bold. But I'll tell you what, this next team. Yeah, I want you to change your allegiance from the Bills to the Bulls. Well, uh, this next team, exactly. I tell you what, I see a win total here of six and a half. You can get there uh, for the Buffalo uh, Bulls, a six and six football team uh, last year. And as uh, Mark Lawrence writes um, in the playbook, uh, all six losses coming by a combined twenty nine points. Ooh. So they you know, basically five. They're averaging by five point uh, five points a loss Tight games, close, close losses. And what I really liked about this football team last year, Mark, you talked about it with the injuries they went through. New quarterbacks all the time. Guys were in and out all the time. But, the, you know, the coaching staff hung in there. The kids hung in there. And what I liked, they didn't end up going to a bowl game because they didn't get a damn invite because they can't sell any tickets. But, Mark, they played hard, man. They won three of their last four football games in tough spots, trying to get to six, going on the road. I mean, I watched this team. They played in bad weather and just, you know, no fans. and Tough kids. Tough, yeah, tough. There was one game, man. It was like sleet and... Sideways, just Buffalo nastiness, and these kids grinded. You could tell it was a program going in the right direction. You know, six and a half. I was hoping we can get a six here, Mark. But this Buffalo team there's a lot to like about the Bulls this year, isn't there?
4: Well, I'll tell you this, Gabe. Uh, I can imagine this being the scenario in Las Vegas. We're at the International Football Betting Conference. <laughs> Gabe Marinsky's talking about the MAC Conference. He's talking about Buffalo being the Florida Atlantic of last football season here, <laughs> this team, especially if six pops up on this team here. they This football team, I think, is primed to make the biggest jump in the MAC conference this season. For a lot of the reasons you just mentioned here, they've played hard. They didn't quit. They have arguably the best quarterback in the conference in Tyree Jackson. There's people that think he's NFL caliber type quarterback. And behind him was a kid named Drew Johnson, or Drew Anderson, I should say, he threw for 597 yards and seven touchdowns in one game, and he's not even going to be the starter for this football team this year. So they're deep at quarterback. On the other side of the ball, you look at they got our linebacker named Khalil Hodge, who might be a Khalil Mack in the making. Here, he he was second in the country in tackles last year. This kid's a stud. I think this football team has got a. a uh, I think, a ton of potential to improve here. they got a soft-rush defense. they got to improve on that. There's no question about it. But I like the schedule here for this football team. I think Buffalo gets over those six-and-a-half wins and goes bowling.
0: It's amazing, isn't Buffalo. it? They, they yeah. had Mack there at the linebacker. Now they have another stud in this Khalil Hodge yeah. Hodge uh, kid. It's, it's so amazing. Where do they get these guys in yeah. Buffalo? It's pretty good. And how come these guys never end up on the Buffalo Bills after? <laughs> good. Another good point. That was Rob Gronkowski from Buffalo. I know he plays for the Patriots and murders them every time. (laughs) It is stupid. All right, (laughs) Uh, this next team, guys. Yeah, the Chippewas. Cam knows, and uh, it's no secret. I'm. uh, I've got a soft spot in my heart for the Chippewas. They've been very, very, very good to me over the years. Yet you look and you write about it, Mark. Seven wins, six wins, seven wins. Uh, seven wins, boom, they pop off. Well, with an eight-win season, it's been a nice little run for the Chippewas. That big win in Oklahoma State a couple of years ago. They got Michigan transfer uh, Shane Morris, who was the other kid, the uh, the quarterback uh, cup. Yep. Um, he's he he's on. He's a backup in the NFL now. You go down the list. You know, back to the Dan Lefever days is when I jumped on the bandwagon. That's right. But uh, they lose Shane Morris, and you know Morris is a big-time prospect coming over from Michigan. Four of the five top wide receivers are gone as well. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of holes to fill this year on Central Michigan. This might be the year where they actually uh, they struggle. All right, listen, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with Mark Lawrence. We'll continue the Mac conversation. sale that means huge savings for you get pre-finished hardwood and bamboo up to 36% off including new styles like mediterranean maple and best sellers like silver stone bamboo take
4: 25% off all dream home laminate and 10 to 15% off our best waterproof floors more from just 49 cents plus special financing and professional installation hurry get to your local lumber liquidators today what's the most important thing you can do today how about swab to save a life Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org.
0: Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Love, uh, love Engel saying, "Hey, I can count the Benjamins." What do you got? Yeah. Exactly. My flex. Where's my three grand? Fantasy football. Uh, you know, it's the one thing I love about this uh, network and this uh, this station. Yeah, well, it's, it's is, hardcore. Uh, is the anger of the hosts. You're right. There's like a this lot. is <laughs> the only station that I've ever been on where. Like this, this might be the friendliest show on the network. Actually, besides Al before us, call me out. No, like Al, no, Al's definitely the Al. friendliest. Al's the nicest guy on the network. Yeah. Although he never plugs our show at the end of the show. Good point. Um, still a nice guy. <laughs> he is. Enjoy your baseball tonight, everybody. But pretty much every other show on the network is people telling each other to go after yep. themselves. Ruby, you owe me money. And you always, you, I like it because you can never really tell, man. These guys really don't like each other. They just get fired up. It's fa- it's fantasy football time. I like Dave. I like Angle saying. <laughs> Yeah, big deal. You won some stupid fantasy league. I won the one for $3,000. <laughs> Mark Lawrence. Mark Lawrence, the professor yes. of uh, the dean, actually, Sports dean. Uh, sports Data University. Uh, what's the update on the Sports uh, Data University, Mark? When can people expect, uh, when's this, uh, when can the public start to get involved in this?
4: Well, it's going to be about uh, about uh, the middle of August, Gabe. We're gearing up right now. We're getting the website all tweaked up. Uh, you mentioned the dean. Actually, the, it's Dean Emeritus David Malinsky. Uh Dave and I had this yeah, idea yeah. to start to start this site, and uh, we had all kinds of great plans in place, so we're going to make him Dean Emeritus to the site. But a lot of good stuff there. One of the instructors is going to be none other than our host, Gabe Morenci, telling uh, everybody about how to pick winners each and every week during the football season here. It's going to be really great. Check my specialty,
0: my specialty, Mark, will be uh, t- telling betters how to control their emotions. <laughs> <laughs> live on, <laughs> live on display,
2: <laughs> huh? <laughs> or don't, don't don't bet at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> on virtual sports.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta love you, Gabe. Uh, yeah, we we can't wait uh, for the debut. And uh, if you guys want to get informed and break down all these college uh, college teams in detail. Uh, with stats, get the playbook. Go to playbook. dot com, and there's also NFL breakdowns and information for each team as well. So, just quickly on the chips before we went into the break, there uh, with Central Michigan, looks like it's a rebuild uh, this year. I mean, these guys have always been good money as underdogs, and as as you write, Central Michigan, 18 and seven straight up, and 19 and six against the spread from game six out the last six years. You know, they're a competitive program. They they compete. They're always uh, you know the back door is always open. Uh, for a cover but it looks like this truly is a rebuilding year for them
4: it is and you know john bonamago is one of my favorite head coaches here he just inspires his football team and demands and gets the best out of them always a competitive lot No question about it. And all they need to do is survive and get to the second half of the season here. We made a note in our notes here that from game six on out the last six years, this team is 18-7 and straight up and 19-6 and to the spread. Those are good numbers to remember as they close out a football season here. We saw a lot of it last year when they went down the stretch and won five of the last six football games and covered the money in those games as well. So keep an eye on Central Michigan. The second half of the season. Win total is four. Oh Ooh,
0: that's dude. really low. I know.
2: I think they're down. They were. They were horrible in their bowl game too. Didn't they have like eight turnovers? Remember yeah. that game, Brantley? It was
0: off When's the last time yeah. Central Michigan, Michigan had,
2: a, had a total of did, four and win five games? Yeah, that's the thing. Years and
0: years ago. Pretty low. That is low. Very low. They're not playing in the SEC. <laughs> they're <laughs> yeah, playing yeah. in the back. <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> Good point. Hey, Mark. They could be. You know, <laughs> I don't, you know even though they're rebuilding, yeah. I'm tempted four. that four, Mark. I got to tell you.
4: Well, the last time you found four for Central Michigan was back in 2011. Uh, They've been everything over that since then. And the head coach, I think, uh, a little bit of disrespect, I think, for the total in this game. I would probably put them up at five for the total this year, uh, just given the fact that they do look to regress a bit. But four looks like it's attainable, I think, for the chips this football season.
2: Hey Mark, we got to talk Eastern Michigan. I will remember this program. They six. Were, That's the win total.
4: Six, six, six. For, for Eastern Michigan. Eastern six.
2: Michigan, yeah. Well, Eastern Michigan years ago used to be one of the worst programs in football, year after year. They're getting better. Let's give the Eagles yep. credit. Used yep. to just be a hockey school. Gave new a guy that played hockey there. My buddy played my hockey cousin. there. But, yeah. My one of my friends. <laughs> I knew a guy. Yeah, sir. Your cousin, my friend. Everybody played hockey at Eastern Michigan, but their football program, Mark, over the last few years, man, they've gone from one of the worst to actually being r- really, really decent. Got a hand at the Eastern Michigan. They're actually pretty good in the back now
4: yeah they are i mean you go back in this football team remember the days of ron english uh when this football team was the dregs of the mac conference here uh he went out they brought chris creighton in and what a great job he's done slowly but surely building his football program back to prominence here and all you need to do is take a look at their last two years they won 12 games in their last two football seasons that's the best stretch they've had since 1989 just shows you what a great job that he's doing with this football program here as well. Uh, I see the odds 12 to 1 on Eastern Michigan to win the MAC. That's really res- a lot of respect for Eastern Michigan here. They're right up there with Buffalo at 12 to 1 to win the MAC. So, a lot of respect for Eastern Michigan, and rightfully so. You take a look at, they allowed the fewest points in school history last year, just 280. So, they're playing a good branded defense and a good, well coached football team here. I think they'll be in the run for the West. I don't think they'll win it, but I think they could finish second or third.
0: One of the worst programs in, in America the last couple of years have been Kent State, uh, Mark. No golden flashes. What do you make of uh, the flashes coming into this year, new coaching staff?
4: Well, uh, I think they'll be the uh, bottom last place team in the East for sure this year. Here, This is a football team that was dead last in red zone defense last football season here. And it's a program that has won more than six games only one time in the last 30 years. Football is not their forte at Kent State, not since Jack (laughs) Lambert left. (laughs) It's been a long time between drinks of winning water. At Kent State. I, uh, guys back. You know, Antonio
0: Gates went to Kent Antonio State,
4: Antonio Gates too. and Edelman. And, yeah, Edelman. and Edelman. Edelman went, went Edelman. to Kent State, So too. we'll say
0: since Julian Edelman. Edelman. Yeah. They weren't bad. with Edelman <laughs> was true. the quarterback. That's true. They were like a, the quarterback. They were, they were like a six-week yeah. set of teams. No, they league. were okay. The golden Flashers. I remember him running around and yeah. stuff. Like, he wasn't bad, you know. So, But we hear what you're saying. They're, I I swear, Mark, I didn't know. It's some great knowledge. I didn't know Jack Lambert went to Kent State. <laughs>
4: Oh, he did go. In fact, uh, I can go back far enough, guys. In my days, when I was young, first got married, and I was a traveling salesman, I traveled at Kent State University. I was on campus the day everything happened, the the, the day the shit hit the fan. At oh, Kent State. wow!
0: No way, yes, you were there that there, day.
4: I was there uh, with the National Guard on on call, and everything it was really eerie just to get in and out of Kent State that day. So I remember, uh, I remember well what <laughs> so happened. It's at State. So it's unbelievable. the
0: world, the yes. world's exploding. But, uh, there's protests and everything going on. And you're, and you're, a you're a salesman. You're just trying to make a living. It's to I'm just trying to get day. an order.
4: I just want to get an order. That's all I want. <laughs> what were you selling, Mark? I was selling heating and air conditioning supplies, and I was sweating bullets that day, believe me.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of all Sorry, days! That, wow, that's that, unbelievable. That, what is, that's crazy. That's what like one of the most infamous days in American it, history. It sure too. is. Yes, it
4: was. Well, it a Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. That big song. That's they right. that uh, in Ohio, yeah, Ohio. Exactly.
0: Yep. I know. I was just watching the. Uh, I was just watching the seventies the other day. Great, you know, the great, documentary great, series. It was actually the special on that night, and it's unbelievable. Huh? Like the troops killing kids. I know. Like uh, that. How? What happened there? All right, uh, that's unbelievable, Mark. Okay, so we didn't uh, know that. We know Mark for a long time. Wow,
2: we learn something new every time.
0: So earlier, Mark, I, I opened up the program and I said I can't wait to talk about Miami of Ohio. And I said we have a uh, we have a regular regular uh, viewer listener of uh, of mine and ours um, whose son actually plays on Miami of Ohio. But Cam's so excited about the British Open, <laughs> and I think he's clicking <laughs> golf bets, and he's like, I didn't know Mark Lawrence's son played on Miami of <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> And I'm like, no, I didn't say Mark <laughs> Lawrence's son. son. I said a, a fan l- of ours. A listener. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, That'd you don't think if Mark Lawrence's kid played on Miami of Ohio as a defensive back like it would have come up before? That's a good point. And uh, But it never came up that you were at Kent State before, yeah, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, do you yeah. have a son that plays in Miami of Ohio, Mark? I don't know. Maybe no, do. I have a
4: son that went to he went to the University of Cincinnati and tried oh, out for the basketball team. but Close. Uh, okay. uh, a yeah. Bearcat. Yeah, close, yeah. Yes, Very within, within driving distance, right.
0: All right, so (laughs) we know Mitch Cronin, me and Cameron Buddies with Coach Cronin. Uh, Miami of Ohio. I got to tell you, this is a football team I got my eye on here, too. I like the the Bobcats this year, but this Miami of Ohio team, as you write, Mark, you you look at the numbers here, they're starting to win some games, 11-8 straight up in their last 19 games. Quarterback Gus Radlin's got a winning percentage at 10-6 straight up. They've got eight starters back on both sides of the football. They've got some decent kids on the roster uh, as well some underclassmen that played a little bit it looks like miami of ohio are going to be a competitive team in this conference this year to me
4: i think they're going to push ohio U and buffalo for the east division here this year gabe uh this team is loaded they got 18 seniors back one at almost every position, a senior at almost every position on this football team here. The defense loaded with upperclassmen, seven of the top eight linemen, four of the top five linebackers and five of the top seven defensive backs are all back for this team here. I think this football team is for real. And I think, they're, like I say, they're going to make a push in the East this year.
2: Six wins uh, for uh, for the Redhawks. And Mark brought up a good point. They grinded out a lot of wins despite the losing season, 11-8 and eight in the last 19, so a program on the rise. Hey, Mark, we know about Northern Illinois. These guys are usually at the top all of the time. The Huskies have a great program, but as you state, man, you look at their schedule, bad news. they got to play some heavyweights, and that's bad news for the Huskies.
4: Uh, look at the month of September. They go. T- they open up at Iowa. Then they're home to Utah. Then they go to Florida State.
3: Oh God! I mean,
4: my goodness. Uh, you know, that's likely zero and three. If they can beat Utah at home and pull the rug on the Utes. It'd be a big confidence builder for this team. This team is picked to win the MAC Conference this year, guys, 2-1 to one to win the West Division here. They do have the top defense in the conference here, which is kind of atypical because they're usually a real good offensive team, which went really big-time backwards last year, the offense. that went backwards 85 yards a game. But that defense has got a stud, uh, Sutton Smith, a defensive lineman, who we will be watching in the National Football League. He led the country in tackles for a loss last football season here what they need to do is to stay healthy at the quarterback position here. They've been ravaged behind center eight different quarterbacks the last 31 games for this football team here. If they can keep somebody healthy behind center, they will be the team to beat in the MAC conference.
0: Yeah, this team's gone through it year right like man, they've gone through a lot of quarterbacks. They remind me of the Cincinnati Bearcats actually in that sense. Some kids yep. have been there forever, and he's like sort of the starter, and he's not. And what's the kid's name? Ryan Phillips, or I remember when his first game, like he wasn't bad, and he regressed. Yeah, they've had a hard time just you know nailing down Jordan Lynch. Yeah, Jordan Lynch. Uh, he, he, day, he was, he was the one best. of the, he was their best. I, I would say out of all the that was the peak. That was at the top of the Huskies. That's the when they yeah, went exactly. to the Orange Bowl. Yeah, Jordan yeah, Lynch that was, was, that was. They the were peak. good, man. They so um uh, you know very consistent football team although the conference championships aren't there as much as they should be but a very very consistent program they're lucky to have solich uh, there let's talk about the bobcats uh, right now <laughs>
2: he's Solich. you got a lot it's like these guys never go away he's been there 13 years it's yeah. crazy game it's it's unbelievable
4: well he's from my hometown in cleveland ohio here he was uh All-state running back uh, at a high school called Holy Name, and he went on to great success at Nebraska, both as a player and a coach. And he's really anchored and brought this football program back to respectability. They've gone bowling nine of the last ten years and look to be the team to beat in the East this year. they got a great quarterback in Nathan Rourke. If Tyree Jackson isn't the best quarterback in this league, arguably Rourke might be. And a great running back as well. They got a boatload of starters on the offense here that improved thirteen points a game last year. A lot to like about this team. And then look at the schedule. It's the easiest schedule of all the group of five teams. They got only two teams on their schedule that had winning records last football season here. So if Ohio U doesn't win this year, they'll need to be an investigation.
2: Watch I that like running that. back who just carve up a uh, UAB, too. In the yeah, he's, no, he's They got murdered. some good guys.
0: Yeah. No, he's good. Where's their win total here? Let me find him. I'm trying to get Ohio, the old Bobcats. Ohio. Ooh, eight and a half. Ooh, they, they expect big Ooh, things. Ooh, a little high. <laughs> hey, eight and a half. Um, what do you think, Mark?
4: Well, it's a rich win total here. It's seven to two odds to, to win the MAC. Uh, I can't go over eight and a half because it means nine wins, and there's too many yeah. other teams, I think, breathing down their necks here. I mentioned we've talked about Miami and Buffalo uh in in the east so you know if they might if they don't win the east they don't go they don't go to that title game they might not get that ninth win so i think eight and a half is a real tough number but i think they put a good number on this on the line
2: the toledo rockets mark they return as uh, mac champs but the, the bad news for the rockets these guys uh lose some quality uh, some good players there what do you think about toledo's chances to repeat
4: well, repeating has been real difficult, if you will, in the Mac conference. The last time there's been a repeat champion, you got to go back to twenty eleven and twenty twelve Toledo won the conference last year, but they had the Mac Player of the Year, Logan Woodside the quarterback, and he's gone. That's going to really hurt this football team here. Uh, they got a lot of talent coming back here with other positions, especially at the wide receiver, but uh, the offensive line uh, they got five players that have starting experience that'll be good news for them, but it's just this repeating uh, the pattern that has not happened in this conference here. They're the second choice behind uh, Northern Illinois in the West. What are you guys seeing for a win total for Toledo here? I think they take a step backwards this year.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing an under, Mark. I'm looking at it right now, and I
4: just want to load up the schedule.
0: I'm yeah. seeing eight and a half wins. Ooh, nine
4: is ambitious yeah, for these guys. Yeah, that's a tall order for a football team that loses, like I say, the uh, MAC Conference Player of the Year last year. Uh, in fact, you know they won the MAC Conference Championship last year, and they went backwards offensively in the stats. They went down twenty-five yards a game. That's not a good sign uh you know the good thing for them is they don't have to take on ohio university this football season here uh but they do have to travel and play at northern illinois and that game could well decide the winner of the west division
0: they host uh, miami florida oh god the miami hurricanes in week two actually that's tough yeah vmi in week one all oh, right they'll yeah, win that yeah. they're not going to beat miami nope uh nevada at toledo kind of a toss up toledo could beat nevada yeah nevada kind of suck um Toledo and Fresno State. That's at Fresno Ooh, State. Fresno State's an improved program. That's That'll be tough. Got to lean Fresno yep. on that one. They go to Eastern Michigan. Not an easy game. They get Buffalo. They go to Western Michigan. They go to Northern Illinois. Yeah, you know what... Um, I don't think they get to nine. It's like, it's, it's like horse racing, yeah. guys. You need a pretty clean ride around the track to get nine wins <laughs> in a college football it's season. It's hard to mark. get a clean trip all the time. It's not easy time. to no, win nine not. games in a college football season, Mark. You no. know that.
4: It's not easy, and all the cards have to fall right, as you say, for the team to do that. And I would just, I'd bet no before I bet yes and the cards all falling right for Toledo.
0: Going under, yeah,
2: under. Marenzi's digging. Last team, uh, Mark. We got Western Michigan. We know about the Broncos. A lot of studs uh, that left for the NFL. The program obviously going to take a hit, but uh, they still got some studs there. What do you think about Western Michigan?
4: Well, you know, uh, you're talking about a football team that was really devastated with losses when uh, Lester came in, Tim Lester to take over the football program last year, but they do have some starters back on offense. They got an offensive line, seventy-four career starts coming back and you're talking about a team here with eight starters also back on offense. They were number two in the nation, and fumbles recovered last year. That's a good sign for football teams, but it also means sometimes you win games that you shouldn't if the ball hadn't bounced your way. Western Michigan, the third choice in the Western uh, division here this football season here. They'll likely go bowling, but I don't see improvement, to, not a whole lot of improvement by this team this year.
0: Mark Lawrence, playbook.com. Uh, We'll continue to blast through the college football conferences on a weekly basis, uh, but it'll lead us right into August and the National Football League. Get Mark's uh, preview online or at a newsstand near you. Love the magazine version. Playbook or playbook.com.
4: Thanks for the time, sir. And my pleasure, guys. Have a great week. Be good.
0: You too, Mark. Mybookie.ag. Get a 50% uh, sign-up bonus. We'll tell you about that on the other side.
3: Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
1: Game Time Decisions. Level 1 just
0: flew by. Very, very quick, first hour to the program, and we haven't even uh, brought up the fact it's the British Open yet. Hello. James Stewart, uh, very excited, fired up. It's the birthplace of uh, John Vandeveld's big
2: uh, collapse there, Gabe, one of the worst
0: collapses in
2: sports history there.
0: It's hard to watch, and he's a nice guy. Is it the birthplace uh, where's the birthplace of golf? Ireland? St Andrews. Is that like literally that's yeah, a, yeah St Andrews was in Scotland or, yeah. You could make a case for Car-
2: Carnoustie like all those old Scottish courses troon but I think St Andrews is the original birthplace of golf. That's where the game was
0: Why so, is there uh, why is there 18 holes in a golf uh, golf course?
2: Why is there 18 holes?
0: Yeah. Why is there round the golf eighteen holes?
2: That's uh, a good question, Morency You got an, what? It, why? Why is there eighteen holes? I never ask a
0: question. I don't know the answer, answer to. to it. I'm like the FBI. <laughs> 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 nah, no, <it's not laughs> you never learned anything that way. Uh, but because uh, there's eighteen shots in a bottle. That's right. Great, I'm dead serious. No, that's exact. No, you're right. That is. It. I'm dead serious. So if you do
2: 18 shots, that's a that's a bottle of booze.
0: And they're dead. they're Scotland. In Scotland you do a shot of a scotch.
2: hole. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was 18. a shot a hole. It Beautiful. was like boom. Yeah, yeah. It was a shot a hole, and it was 18. Perfect. <laughs> it was like 18 drinks in a bottle. Yeah, 18 holes 18? of 18. It's been a good day, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That's a great story. Prove me wrong, people. If I'm wrong. Prove me wrong, people. <laughs> Right, let's bring Lou right it in. It sounds see, good, though. See. Eighteen shots, eighteen you got holes. Got something to say about that, Lou? <laughs> Lou, hey
3: Lou.
2: Sounds like there's ain't, there some dancing going on. Ain't, and, and, uh, ain't, and, uh, the hell's going on here? It's a drum dance.
0: Uh, I think that was in our head. I think that's the soccer. Yeah. I was very, very, uh, very, very uh, confused. <laughs> Me too, buddy. <laughs>
2: I, I'm I, I heard the same I'm thing as you am No, I heard. Hey, yeah, yeah. Me too.
0: Like, I'm like, I'm, I, Tell
2: me I'm not going nuts. No, no, I like, heard. Because I, I know at the start of the show. I know talking. the people, people on the air can't hear it. But
0: hey, yeah, yeah. This way you
2: That's exactly. Yeah, I was like, hey, yeah. I'm like, what is going on here? What is
0: it? I would say it's politically incorrect for the fans to be uh, cheering whenever they're cheering, but they're in Paraguay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so some kind of
2: like celebration or dance? <laughs> sounded that way. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I heard by ears. They're, no, like, they're, I just go, what's
0: crowd? Right, it's right. the crowd. Me, too. I thought he was I'm watching I'm like, some... all right, we go to Lou. He's watching guns. And I thought, I assumed Lou was there, too, because I could hear the noise. I was yeah. like, uh oh, Lou's got something about it. Yeah, I was he's like, watching TV. Or... And it sort of hears, like, yeah, you hear, like, drums. And, like, this beating drum sort of sounds native-like. And I was thinking, what the hell's, like, Lou, are you there? And uh, I'm thinking, what is he like in a parking lot outside of a football? Like I don't know, like yeah. he's in he I don't know. I don't he, know where the hell he is I don't either. Know what's, what's going on? But it turned out no, it was just in me and Cam's headset. Oh. It was a uh, soccer game. Interesting.
2: <laughs> Par-
0: Paraguay soccer game. Uh, Paraguay, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Thought we were going to the casino. Uh, it sounds like we might have Lou now. Lou. Is Lou. It, Lou no. Lou. Oh, sorry. Sorry guys,
1: technical difficulty. Oh, no, no problem. It's all Lou. right,
0: Lou, we we were confused cuz we thought we went to you and we heard these drums, yeah. but it was really just a uh, a soccer game in Paraguay in our in our headset uh that we were hearing. But uh great great stuff, uh Lou. Thanks. Uh you know, I had a great intro for you too, now. I said all kinds of kind things about you, it's, but uh, very I, true. I forget them all. And I yeah, you it. actually wanted to ask Lou about the 18 holes of golf I and take the shots. Back. Remember? Yeah. Go, hey, Lou, what's the answer? Well, the reason Lou joined us was to talk about the big NBA trade. But but first, Uh, there's (laughs) only one
1: thing I got to say about the big NBA trade, and it sounds like to me, from what little I know, that it doesn't pay to to upset Pop.
0: Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) it. That's what you take. Don't piss pop in yeah, the job. Don't, huh? Yeah, pop, pop that, That's what town. I'm
1: taking from it. I mean, good God. I wish Favre would unretire. I mean, we got nothing to talk about. I got to listen all day to shit about Toronto Raptors. It's killing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, Lou.
2: It's loose. <laughs> on fire.
0: That's gold.
2: <laughs> shit, I listen to Toronto Raptors all day. <laughs>
1: I mean, seriously, we're in the dog days. There's not even, a, there's not even a, a minor league baseball game somebody can talk about. This is a tough time of year. I'm doing all my NFL research, and thank God there's the USC that gets us from Tuesday to Saturday, Sunday each week. I I wanted to Whenever someone
0: tells me there's nothing to bet on, I Uh, always say, you're not looking hard enough. Keep looking. And, in fact, I just bet on Atletico, Vega, Real, and uh, Jarabaka, FC, Dominican Soccer League. What's the, what, What over or under, side? I went under two and a half. It's nil-nil in the 33rd minute. That's good. Keep it it that way. Um, It's like happy hour, Lou. It's always happy hour somewhere. You just have to diversify your portfolio a bit. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you know what? I like the rest. I mean, I love basically having three cards of the UFC in July because I spend so much time getting ready for the NFL. And each year it's earlier and earlier. And I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm to the point now where much of my notes are made.
0: And uh, I'm, in, I'm in really good NFL shape right now. All right, let's go to Germany. I've got NFL. I'm kind of in good NFL shape, but I've I've been more in college football mode. I'll jump into the NFL sort of in the next week or so. But let's jump in here. UFC. We go to Hamburg. We go to Germany. And um, we have Shogun Hua, who... I don't know, man. Shogun feels like he's like me and Cam's age. Yeah, he but feels old, but he's not. Nah, he's one of these Brazilian guys that looks like 10 years older than he really is. Well, if you or him, he's yeah. been lying about his age the whole time. <laughs> well, which is, also well, I was well, not... he in the League World Series?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: Well, well he's, you... he's 36. That's pretty old. Yeah. All right. So what, what do you make of this one? Anthony Smith is in the uh, minus 235 uh, favorite range against Shogun Hua. Yeah, you know,
1: here... Here's uh, Hua, who hasn't fought since 15. Really, the guys he's kind of beat, you know, I I guess he's shown okay. Uh, The win against Anderson is a little bit discolored to me because I thought Anderson won that fight. Uh, But the fact remains that Hua, with rest is going to go in there against a guy that's six, seven years younger, three inches taller, has uh, reach and legs and arms, and, and primarily is a power puncher and who has got a somewhat of a suspect chin. So this is all Anthony Smith unless Hua can pull some high IQ out of his back pocket, clasp on to Anthony Smith, tire him out and try and take advantage of him, in the third round, look, Anthony Smith has looked impressive recently, but his body of work, you know, yeah. isn't huge. He lost to Santos, but look at, you know, he beat Evans, who who me and Cam could beat him up. And then there's Lombard, who's five six, Sanchez, and Mu kick, that's just a tough guy going to walk straight at him. Uh, you know, his body of work isn't that great, and his career before – The last five fights was dubious So uh, Smith's no world beater Even though he's done well And it looks like he's resurging I really don't want any part of this fight
0: it's almost like Shogun or nothing,
1: just on a little. Yeah, because you don't uh, want to lay
0: 240, right? You could pull it out. Some high, we'll high IQ from, from his uh, back pocket. Yeah, but I like, I, I know, Lou, I don't know if you know, like Shogun, uh, his shorts are so tight. He wears those like spandex. Yeah, yeah, the, not so, those, yeah. There is no back That's pocket. That's a good point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the underwear well, he's gonna shorts. Have, he's going to have to pull some IQ from somewhere and let's, yeah. let us let, let it be known right <laughs> away. That,
0: he's going to have to reach <laughs> down there I, I, like, yeah.
1: IQ is not a Brazilian strong suit, so he's challenged uh, just from the start.
0: (laughs) Which leads us into uh, Glover Teixeira and Corey Anderson, the aforementioned Corey Anderson, actually. Yes.
1: Uh, I like, actually, I kind of like this fight. Uh, But again, we've got a guy in Teixeira that has really only lost to the absolute best uh and his uh i think his issues are to some extent just this is going to be a difference in youth and speed uh here uh anderson going to be a little bit you know longer and rangier and uh a, you know a decade younger so uh, the speed and athleticism and you know wrestling edge goes with anderson that said Anderson's got a porcelain chin you worse than Shogun Hua. And so if Glover sneezes, he's going to take Corey out, and Glover's got power. I also think that uh, Teixeira on the ground uh, dominates this fight if he's on top. However, if Anderson, the longer, taller, b- arguably bigger, faster man in the octagon, uh, can take, to share a down and get top control, then I do see uh, an avenue for Corey Anderson to win this fight. Uh, that said, this thing opened to share a minus 300, and and arguably that's high, but I think he's every bit a minus 200 favorite here. And now the lines uh, eroded all the way down to 165. My tactic here is going to be to try and be patient and watch and see if I can get. This price on Teixeira reduced a little bit more because at the end of the day, I still think he's uh, a better fighter than Anderson. I think he can take Anderson's best shots, and Anderson's going to have to find a way to win this in a decision. I don't see any other way for him to win it, and that's a long time for him to be in there with Teixeira's
0: power. Teixeira's been good to me over the years. I like Teixeira in this fight. Uh, I do. Um, if you you know, He only loses to the top of the top. Yeah, he's thirty-eight. A lot See, of
2: veterans on this card: Gabe Struve, Te- Teixeira, Rua.
0: Like a lot of older guys. Eh? Yeah, I remember years ago I used to host a uh, a show, well, MMA meltdown, meltdown for yeah. years. Yeah, yep. but uh, when I lived in Vegas, Frank Trigg was uh, the co-host. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I brought Frank uh, on board. I was in Vegas. Why not? Right. So, um I remember telling Frank Trigg at the time, Lou, I said that uh, there should be a senior. A senior division. division. Yeah, like in golf. Yeah, I said, <laughs> basically, you know what I mean? There should be seniors for guys that are like 47 and up. And, uh, even for MF like 40, 40 and, yeah, up. 40 and like up. Yeah, it was 45, I think I said, the other time, whatever. But I remember he said to me, he goes, that's the stupidest thing you've ever said. <laughs> like, he was like, you know, he goes, you're a pretty smart dude yeah, with yeah. MMA, gay, But, you know, that was really, really dumb. And even after the show, <laughs> he was like, dude. He goes it's like effing stupid, all right? No one wants to watch anyone. He's like, "No, you think people want to see me fight?" And then there's Frank Trigg trying to come back. Yeah, I know. He needs the money. <laughs> and then, and then, and then I see Chris Lieben is fighting Phil Baroni, bare knuckles cupped. I'm like, "See, that, that's, it,
1: yeah, and that's that's tragic no, but
0: really. That, it, I know. I don't want to see I don't want to see that either. Yeah. But let's be real. My senior division idea basically came to fruition in Bellator Lou. It's called a Bellator pay-per-view yeah. and main event. Yeah, well, it's—I it's, mean, you
1: know, uh, it's coming true with with these two clowns. What uh, the Iron, uh, the Iceman, what uh, Liddell and—you and, yeah. know—these two oh, fools. Yeah. That's now, what I'm if, saying. If, exactly. If, if idiots are going to pay for it, these guys are going to step in there. But again. I mean, Liddell is going to be, he's got no shot, man. He's, his chin is gone. That doesn't get better after five, six years, even though in his brain he's still just as PO'd at keto as he can be and wants to kill him. We all know he wants to, but that's going to be a circus. I, I just, uh, and yet people are going to pay for that stuff, just like this freakazoid Brock Lesnar, who's just a, a complete cheater. And here's the UFC going to get in bed with them and soil their sport and overlook more deserving fighters, and, and I'll classify Blades and or Miocic as more deserving than this steroid-cheating Lesnar who's going to cheat again. I mean, how smart do we got to be? Why, why doesn't the UFC just cut Dan Cormier a check and save us all the misery of this circus? Lou's bringing Yeah, the, the it sure game. is.
0: He takes I, a shot at the Raptors. Yeah, I didn't tell, I, I down, didn't tell you. Lesnar,
2: Bellator. My, uh, Tito Ortiz had my girlfriend removed from an airplane. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. They were actually, she was like drunk and like he was like lipid. They got, they actually had a verbal. Soldier. Your girlfriend
0: got into an argument yes, with Tito Ortiz. Yes,
2: and he said, get this woman a- a- away from me. Like they made her switch seats because he was the more important customer. So, yeah. so she didn't get kicked off the plane. Jeez. No, no, but he, he wanted to, like he wanted her off the plane, but they kept yeah. her on, but she had to move seats. Yeah, Tito Ortiz told her to get <laughs> lost.
1: And Cam, you didn't for so her, stand up and kick his. I, ass. I didn't know
2: her.
0: I didn't know her back then, but she probably was pretty uh, liquored up. <laughs> I got to be honest. I have met them both, and I'm really not sure, like whose who's fault yeah, it was. Like I've actually. <laughs> No offense, but I'm kind of leaning Tito that Tito was minding his own business. i got to be honest with you. I told her, I go, I think you started it with Tito, and she didn't like that too much. No, I, I wouldn't want to, I'm glad she's not listening because, no. I don't know, I just picture, yeah, I've met them both. And, yeah, she could get lippy. You know, I can yeah. picture that, yeah, it was more her than him. Yeah, once the vodka starts, <laughs> me, 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 you're right, Gabe. Right, We've got about two minutes, Lou. We can give you longer if you want, but I don't know if, if you, you know. It's not the deepest card here, but is there anything else you like on the card?
1: Yeah, you know, I like Struve's length. This is a huge fight for both guys. I've been completely unimpressed with Tibera. and this sets up to be kind of a stand-up affair if Tibera's to have any chance. But if this goes down that length of Struve, uh, he might Cobra Tibera. And I'm looking hard at Struve as as an underdog. I'm also looking at at the Germans in this card. Azatar, big favorite. Probably watch him. But this Zawada, this Zawada guy's won five wins out of his last five fights. Three KOs, one sub. Danny Roberts, very limited.
0: And then, of course, Sergeant Nick Hine, who I think is yeah, in my a really good Nick Hine. Nick, Nick Hine. Hine. Didn't Hine just get married or something, too? Uh, Great name, Nick Hine. Yeah, Nick Hine <laughs> he, calls me on Twitter. He does? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, Nick he's Hine. He's a... He, He's
1: a sergeant, and uh, the Heads of Vic is is extremely limited. I I, I like the Germans on the German card.
0: Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good week. Gamblue. Gamblue.com. is Lou's website. Everyone's bringing the heat today. seriously. We have a lot of angry tweets, people telling me. Someone's calling me a bipolar. Thanks to Lou from Gambleo for joining us on the program. How many bets have you made for the British Open so far?
2: Quite a few, Gabe. I was just seeing one of the tweets from our, our buddy uh, Kirby Lupel about uh, Gary Players taking a show on the road to tell uh, what retired athletes how to stay in shape.
0: He loves giving that speech. Sorry, I'm just distracted uh, by... By, uh, by the Raptor tweets? Yeah, there's a lot of them. No, I'm distracted uh, by... Um... This uh, fashion show. It's pretty cool. Fashion show? Yeah. Duct tape. What?
3: Oh. Oh. Oh, duct
0: tape. Oh, wow. It's really, that that's some good tape. You got some smoking hot model tape That's actually. are they're, they're dressed, they're bikinis. They're not, it's just, they have like a little tape. That's just
2: tape? Yeah. It's, what a job. They're duct tape. Well, whoever did it, it's a great. Uh, they did
0: some great work there. Duct tape is like it's, it's amazing. You can like, do anything. You, know, like, you can I, do anything with duct yeah, tape. Yeah, like, remember I bitched. Um, remember I bitched about um, the saying, "The best thing since sliced bread." The best thing since duct tape, like, like, like sliced bread. Whatever, man. Bread already existed. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. You can also get your apart. bread sliced at the store if you really want to play that game. Well, you could buy a knife cam. Like, why? You could. You no, I'm here? just
2: saying they'll do it for free. Like, they, they, no one actually. If you have like those In the old days, oats, you're yeah. right. In the bakery, yeah. you're right. No, they and still and do. It, it. They even do it now. But you're more. You're. You are correct. It's In the old days, it was. It's it like it. you buy the bread and they put it through the old.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, you're right. You, you but you said this. This would be a better, uh, better thing. The greatest invention is duct tape. Oh, du-
2: you said it. Like duct tape, it's think about the things that is saved, the proper property, everything, and now you're putting it on women. Amazing.
0: Duct tape rules. What is, uh, I believe, in the new movie, uh, the rock trailer, uh, <laughs> Skyscraper? Doesn't bring oh, yes. up duct tape? <laughs> yes, guys. It, you, your, your joke was best earlier. What was it? Die Hard Six or yeah. whatever, whatever the hell it is? Same movie. But it is a good line. He said, uh, if duct tape doesn't, uh, can't fix it. Use more duct tape. Very good line. There's actually a song, you know, the band uh, SNFU? Yeah. Sister Normal,
2: Effed Up. Yep. That's mm-hmm. what it stands for. No, it stands for "society's no uh, effing use." Really? No, I thought it was "system normal effed up." That's what it was. Really? I'm gonna check that up again. <laughs> Man, it's interesting. We have a debate. Uh, this one, actually, I think I might be right. S N F U. What does it stand for? Interesting. Uh, let's see what we got here. S N F U.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Society yeah. is no effing use.
2: What no one wanted to say. Now I'm still looking. Don't worry. We'll we'll figure this one out. It doesn't. Say, it doesn't But say my here point yet. was, yeah, yeah, point. yeah,
0: My point was, they have a song called uh, "Duct Tape Won't Fix It." It's broke. <laughs> That's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Basically, like duct tape is the the lifeline to any touring band. Like duct tape can fix, like, you know, you got a hole in your carburetor, a hole in a muffler, duct oh, tape. Yeah, I know. You, you got no window, duct tape. Exactly. You your see, drums break, duct, duct tape. tape. Yep, you yep, know yep. what I mean? You no. need to hang a banner, duct tape. Some like, guy, some guy. Duct tape yep. just is like, where's the duct tape? It just sort of solves. It'll get you through it. Like honestly, like you don't have a cast, you twist your ankle, duct tape your ankle up. Like it just—it does everything, Cam. It's like vodka, duct tape and duct tape and vodka. Two two amongst the greatest uh, creations. Yeah, you are. You are right, Gabe. But society's no F use. Good call. Great call. I did tour with them. Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't know that. One. Yeah, That's know, pretty to, good. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to tape. <laughs> hey, I didn't you, know you like, toured with yeah, these guys. Yeah. Well, yeah anyway, yeah. did uh, play with them. good, well, yeah. really <laughs> <laughs> So, what's the difference between t- uh, duct tape and gorilla, so, what, what, gr- gorilla tape then? This new gorilla tape is supposed to be like duct tape, and
0: no, what? I don't know that gorilla tape must be pretty good. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. I'm here, good. Know place. what they said? It fixed the, this guy. He's like, "Hey, son, son." So that gorilla tape just like sticks to anything. Well, yeah, like they had they
2: had a they had a patio set out there, right? And it like snapped. They took the, the gorilla tape, and like it was sturdy. Then the guy comes out with a lawnmower. Half of the thing is like, kid, you better put the gorilla tape on. The lawnmower thing like falls off. He put the he wrapped the gorilla tape. Perfect. Cutting the lawn. The grass was going See, through. That's what I'm tape. saying. Gorilla tape is maybe like a more expensive, yeah, it's tighter better, version of it's, yeah, duct tape. Yeah. That's all it is.
0: It's a, it's a, And what's better? Is it duct tape, Gorilla gorilla tape, uh, or is it Gorilla glue they make too? They have Gorilla glue and Gorilla tape. Or what about uh, Phil Steele's Flex Steel?
2: Nah, that stuff's shit. I, I think
0: it's garbage, actually. I'd really like, yeah. No, because I like see him like in the boat with the yeah, sharks. if you went up to me and say, "That looks so fake," that's what I'm saying. Hey, Gabe, it's like, dude, you're in. You like, enca- it looks like superimposed. You're in a pool, that's and what you I'm sort of have like sharks. He goes, "I'm
2: fall. going through the Everglades. I didn't see no crocs. I didn't see no gators. You're going the I didn't Everglades. see any gators." And I'll tell you, Phil Swift came up to us and said, "Hey, guys, let's take my little Can boat there through. Phil Steel? Yeah, we'll go right. Rec- yeah, Phil Swift through the through the Everglades with a bunch of gators waiting. You wouldn't get me dead in that. I'm telling you, that stuff doesn't work." And I'll tell you, I talked to the shingle guy about it, too. Yeah. It, yeah. You know
0: what it'll work for? One rainfall.
2: You live in a place like Mississippi <laughs> or Florida. You think you're going to put flex seal on during a, tornado, a hurricane well, like one season? Rainfall, like, yeah. Like, so know.
0: if rain kills flex seal, how the hell is this guy like going through the Everglades That's in a boat? That's my point. And who in the hell in the right mind would use tape to try to fix a boat? That's another thing. It's for more plants. This guy's in Florida? Yeah, yeah. You're going to go into the Atlantic Ocean out there. Yeah, with flex in a flex boat. Man,
2: there's so many. I like to
0: see, see this guy.
2: There's so many snakes man. and gators out there. You wouldn't catch the, the last honest pitch man has been Billy Mays.
0: He was the uh, Billy Billy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you know what
2: happened, right? When the luggage yeah, when happened. the luggage came down, he was hit Yeah, and also he also had on a plane. Want to talk about the worst luck? Some idiot in the overhead overfilled it. Billy Mays was sitting there, and a piece of hard luggage came down and almost killed him. And it did eventually kill him. You were right.
0: No, it was actually when uh, he got up after. Yeah, but I'm just saying, the initial hit. At the end of the flight, he got up and he opened up the the big. Oh, and (laughs) and the thing smashed on his head. And a suitcase (laughs) slid out like fat, smashed him in the face, and he died an hour later. Now, the airline did bring up the fact that uh, he did have a lot of cocaine in his system. So? (laughs) That doesn't give you the right to overpack the overhead carrier and have it fall on your head. Listen, well, let's be real. What do you think happened? You think he really died from like getting hit in the head with a, with a, with a I suitcase? I think it could cause an
2: aneurysm. <laughs> Sorry, Moranzi. I've watched was, a lot of shows. It was a quick... little
0: bump. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, if 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 you had luggage, he was on all your coked head... up, but he had a heart attack. Oh, okay. He got hit in the head. He had a heart attack.
2: Okay, I'm just saying, as his defense attorney, I'd like to use the luggage defense.
0: You get a free like uh, round trip airfare. Getting hit in the head—that's yeah. it, you know.
2: What'd they do on, for you on Delta when, when when you flew? you got Didn't you get free stuff from them?
0: They gave me a $300 voucher. That's not
2: bad. $300 voucher. That vouchers. was good
0: for either uh, Delta hotels or, or... Oh, so you could have flown or stayed in a Delta property. Yeah. Interesting. They own a lot of hotels, evidently, Delta. Yeah. And what was that was just for, like, what? Just not getting a drink? or No, you were there. It was the time um, we were wasted, too. It was oh, funny, yeah. too. Like, you figure, like, instead of cutting us off, she didn't cut us off. But gave vouchers. You got... No, I she... Get... Um, Remember she spilt she spilt oh, wine yeah. on my lap. It that's, looked like I pissed myself.
2: That's right. I,
0: <laughs> you got you got three hundred dollars in vouchers. Guys, I was on a Delta plane. No kidding. I was all we're yeah. being camera drunk. Oh yeah. Because and the the, the the flight attendant was this nicest lady, man. Like she's like, "Well, boys, you drank all the vodka. What do you want now?" We're like, "Ah, give us the rum." I'm like, well, you know. And I'm like, yeah, give me some wine." So she brings the wine over. But she spilt it, like, all over me, like, literally. like Red she, wine right in the crotch. Like, it was all over yeah. my pants, like, it reeked, like, my pants were soaked. Like, I had to, like, take the bag out of my clothes and go to the bathroom and change and everything. And, uh, yeah, and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And uh, when I got off the plane, she gave me a $300 voucher. That's awesome. She goes, you guys are great. Uh, you guys were a lot of fun, and I'm sorry, and here you go. That's good. Usually yeah. you, get, you, know, you get like 50 bucks. Yeah, That's pretty nice. That's very solid. And if you remember, it was the other time, actually, too. Remember, they lost my bag.
2: <laughs> I've had my baggage lost. When I went to Vegas.
0: It's a <laughs> I didn't even panic, no. though. I got to no. Vegas. I got there. I was like, Dude, my bag never came off the tarmac, Buddy, did I tell you? And then they were like, oh, listen. They, they screwed up. They're like, listen, your bag's in like Fresno or something. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, what do I do? And same thing. They were like, listen. Here's a hundred bucks. They gave me like a hundred cash. They were like, here's a hundred bucks. We're sorry. And uh, what hotel are you at? Amazing. I told him, I was like, I'm at Palace Station <laughs> and, uh, damn, I swear to God, dude, like I was, I was like, what? I was kind of mad. I was like, ah, freaking airlines or whatever. But I left, yeah. you know what I mean? I had my own, I never leave. I was there. So I left, I go. The bag was there. Like I was all drunk. I went to, you know, they, I had a note on my door. <laughs> Sir, your bag's in your room. It was like, it was hours later they got my bag right there Amazing. like they, they screwed up but they got it right to the hotel i've lost my luggage so
2: many times i lost one on a cruise and it was the worst so because at a cruise like you're <laughs> you on a boat enough. you got nothing. no it's the worst so we go to galveston texas i'm like what do we do so where they gouge you and oh, like the, oh we in the shops on the no, cruise just, like no. if
0: you want to buy shorts or i lied something
2: like that? I, li- I basically went up to the guy on the cruise i go listen they, i got no underwear no t-shirts whatever so i paid a guy to take me to like uh uh, what were those stores called like kind of like walmart's back then but they were like down south i got like a houston cougars like tight t-shirt <laughs> some bad pants like i had to buy clothes and like to tell you gabe they got my stuff back on like day four of the trip on a port that's the thing if you go on a cruise because it's got to catch the boat oh, yeah it's got to right it's, <laughs> it's, <clear. laughs> it's a whole different story i've actually had my luggage lost almost double digit times i got really bad luck with luggage.
0: Uh, this is great uh, some williams tuning in right now thanks for listening william All right, basically, he sent a video of someone actually in a boat. All right, here's. I thought we had proof that it didn't work. No proof? No, no. He, so just a video it's, promoting the, the product. Yeah, exactly. What do you, What do you work for Flex? What, yeah, what you, what's going on here? What's you going want to on? Send Boom,
2: us, Boom, right.
3: Boom
0: well, City Bush? Boom City Bush. We thought, I thought it was a video exposing exposing the boat as being a fraud. But no, you're like, here's a video of the boat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe he works for them. Hey, if you want to send us the product, then we'll take a look at it. I got no problem. I got no problem giving Flex Seal a shot. I just don't believe it. <laughs>
0: Maybe if they if they'd uh, maybe if they would did uh, send us some like free uh, flex seal, we'd give it a shot.
2: Oh, definitely, I'll def- definitely give it a shot. I had a roof job done, but you know what I mean. I'm I, like when you're having shingles blow off the top of your roof, flex seal's not going to solve the problem. You need to call the professionals,
0: unfortunately. Speaking of which, if you want to win, you need to call the professionals. Correct. You want to win your fantasy football league, like the fantasy executive Corey Parson. Uh, you simply must go to the very best source of information that you can find. And that is rotoexperts.com. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not the, I, I got to say, though, like this, I've been in the radio New business, business for like time. nearly 17 years. You've never
2: had somebody lay it on thick?
0: No, this this might be like the worst written like promo I've ever been given to read. Like there's no flow when you want to win your fantasy football league, like the fantasy. That doesn't make sense. When when you want to win your fantasy football league, like the fantasy executive. Question mark. There shouldn't. It should be. Do you want do you to? you want win? to win your fantasy yeah. football league like the fantasy executive? And then it says course, like that. You must simply listen, go. Yeah. Read this. Okay. I like, so you, know right right read here. this fresh and yeah, tell okay. me that this okay. is
2: like not a bad copy. When you want to win your fantasy football league like the fantasy executive, you're right. It should say. First of all, I'm yeah, because that. there's no there's no, no accentuation. Do you yeah. want to do, do you, you want to win? Your fantasy, win your fantasy football league? The Corey Parson, the fantasy exec. You simply must go to the very best source of information you can find, and that is rotoexperts.com. Senior writer Jake Seeley. Yeah, it's not. a period. It should say. It should say. Senior writer Jake, <laughs> <laughs> Jake Seeley is
0: amazing. It's an undisputable fact. <laughs> yeah, but Cam, slow down for a second. Here.
2: <laughs> You're right.
0: There right, it goes. And that is rotoexperts.com. Stop. Jake Seeley. That's stop. What that's, that's what I said. It's an undisputable fact. Stop. stop. No other, no other fans fa- like it's. You're right. The periods are like, all this in the is wrong Like it's like a telegram in like in the 60s. Stop, stop. Yeah, the periods. We're are... probably gonna get fired for this. Like we're gonna find yeah, out. Like, like Cardano uh, wrote it, and, yeah, uh, Cardano, uh, and Cardano, uh, my own wrote this together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's bad punctuation
0: can't lie. I feel like Casey Kasem, like, you know, how am I supposed to read this coming yeah, out of so a you, break? So like, you just uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's I read this thing and it makes me sound stupid like I can't read.
2: I'll try. Do you want to win your fantasy football league like the fantasy exec, Corey <laughs> Parson? You simply must go to the very best source of information you can find. And that is rotoexperts.com senior writer Jake Seely. It's an undisputable fact. No other fantasy football analyst in the industry is better at ranking players. He's the accuracy expert. You're doing it better than me. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Seeley was the number one draft accuracy ranker in the entire industry, as verified by FantasyPros.com, and has been a consistent top three ranker throughout his distinguished career. But you're right on the punctuation. If you want the best, go with the best. Get Jake Seeley's 2018 fantasy football rankings now in the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge fantasy football package. Enter the promo code WINNER. At checkout for a special discount. Gabe, back
0: to you. Well, uh, you know, well done, Cam. Thanks, buddy. See, this is winning copy right here. This is winning copy. Last week, right here on Game Time Decisions, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network awarded Jorge Lorenzo of New York City two tickets to a 2018 World Series hey. game in a DKS- <laughs> <laughs> We did. Long story short, go to (laughs) rotoexperts.com, use promo code WINNER and screw off. Uh, Would you bake a cake without a
2: (laughs) recipe or go to trial for public urination without a lawyer?
0: I think that's a pot shot at me. Yeah, it is. (laughs) You had a good lawyer. All right. Answering trivia questions to Carl Miles. Yeah. He got sued on Judge Judy. I know, but he got you off. Uh, but answering trivia questions is, it? you know, it's great when you're a lawyer, you see him on Judge Judy getting sued for allegedly being high on cocaine um, while <laughs> representing someone else. <laughs> but he was good to you. But what was this, the best Is you go? What all, say? I'm gonna say, Come on. <laughs> all I'm going to say on. is I now know two people who have gone on Judge Joe Brown and Judge Judy in the last like couple of years, and all I'm going to say is that Judge Brown and Judge Judy both got the cases wrong. (laughs) And that's just me knowing the people. I'm just saying. Wow. The
2: fact that you know two people that have been on those shows, that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, and they were both 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 guilty. guilty For sure. He looked high on the show, on Judge Judy. He's like, I don't even do drugs. I don't even do drugs. Yeah. And the other here. guy you know a yeah, sh- yeah, he's my, a shyster my too. My defense right? in, in, in court was uh <laughs> come on. That's he told the they read my case and everything, and my lawyer just looks at the judge, he goes, Come on, come on. Actually worked though.
2: Of course it did. You could take a leak at a Bills game? Come on. I'm with them. It's like really, how many people have done it? We're wasting tax yeah. We're, 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 court, we're wasting court here. the people of Orchard Park's tax You just let's move on.
0: Dude, I'm with you. It was one of the funniest things that. I quarter. wish I was
2: almost with you at that court. That would have been fun to go to.
0: It really was. It was hilarious. Like the judge knew everybody. So like he was like uh, he was like Rachel. You've got to stop taking pills and driving. Like how many times? Oh, I like think they're all regulars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> the judge knew everyone's <laughs> name.
1: <laughs> That's so good.
0: Because like, he even said when he when he looked up at me and here he was like oh, I don't know you. Like he even said, he goes, "I don't know you," and he looked at because he knew. <laughs> I don't know you. No, it's kind of a small courtroom. Yeah. So like he, he was saying hi to everyone. Wow. He was like, "Hey, how you doing, John?" Like he knew everyone's name. like the all the defendants. That's and he would,
2: they're all locals except for you because he be would chew. He would
0: chew out. And he like he knew. He goes like, "I know you have a daughter, but I gotta take your car." <laughs> like he took Bicker's car. <laughs> like he knew everything about everyone in the town. It got to me. He's like, I don't know who you are. He looked. He's like, Oh, oh, yeah, you're from Toronto. Uh. He's like, You think you can refrain from urinating in an uh, in orchard uh, park for the next six months? I was like, Yes, Your Honor. Yes.
3: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. 843-6879 The Fantasy Sports Radio Network Your free fantasy source 24 hours a day
0: well, That's just great Sean Devaney's reported Kawhi Leonard could sit out the entire season That was my prediction If necessary he's, uh, he, I, you know, I, I will take a bet right now That he will not play And If you give me good, good odds I, I don't think he'll play yeah, you really walked into this, Masai. You better be able to fix this, bro. And now what? You're going to trade Kawhi Leonard, and now we're going to get ripped off. So ultimately, we end up losing uh, the ninth overall pick in last year's draft. Oh, at least we got Danny Green out of the deal. <laughs> last time Danny Green made a shot, man, I had hair. Danny Green. It's great. Like, like, did the Raptors like ever talk to Kawhi Leonard? No. Like, did they ever like say, "Hey, you know what I mean? Are you going to be cool for playing for a year here at least?" Or, yeah, and it's funny when you're Kawhi Leonard's a jerk too, hey? Right? Like when he, he doesn't want to l- play for the Spurs, he doesn't want to play for the Raptors. Like, dude, who he the never f- used to? never f- used, you think you are? Man? He never
2: used to be like this, though. No, what his, happened?
0: His uncle. Is his uncle. His well, you know what?
2: And once he got involved, he became a different guy. Yeah. Because before, he just used to just have no emotion, go out there, play the damn game. Great defender.
0: Great score, and now now like it's you been can't you can't even talk to him now though. No, you can't. Like you need to go through the uncle. Like he doesn't like when the Spurs no. called, he wouldn't answer. Yeah, uncle answers. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't like even when Popovich like he disappeared. Like they went to they went to his place and Kawhi Leonard went out the back door type thing. We're not talking about a normal guy here anymore. No, I don't know. It's amazing, isn't it, that Kawhi Leonard? A guy that basically you would think of as one of the most reliable, straight-up guys in the NBA has turned into this. Like, he doesn't seem to understand the the contract situation, of which, bro, when you're a free agent, you'll get to go where you want to go. Exactly. Until one year. just shut up and play basketball. It's only one year. But he refused to play last year when healthy. So what's the deal with USA basketball,
2: then? Because... Popovich said on his press conference today that he expects him to, to be there.
0: Yeah, and the only reason he was doing that was just to show that he was healthy. So That's the thing.
2: So you're showing you're healthy, and then you're what? You're not going to play for the Raptors for the yeah, whole year? But he
0: won't play for the Spurs, but he won't play for the Raptors, but he doesn't want to sign an extension with the Celtics. So what do you want? And now they're saying, well, there were a couple of other teams he would have preferred. Like, it's just annoying. Like, it's, you well, know, it's And a- the fact that we gave up a guy who basically could not love the city and the people Great and point. and yeah yeah you know what the raptors didn't win the playoffs neither did anyone else in the last 8 years in eastern no, conference guys no other athlete Three Foods. years in a row, they lost to LeBron. Everybody else lost to LeBron. Eight years in a row. No, like, no, no! You know?
2: no United States-born basketball player has loved Toronto more than uh, DeMar no. DeRozan. He drafted by the organization. He's, he's an ambassador best, best for the player city. Best player in their yeah, franchise, oh, franchise history. history. Exactly. You talk about Vince Carter. No, he's top. He's top of the food chain. He is the number one guy. And the thing is, he's pissed not be- He's pissed because he wants to stay here. He wants to still perform for the- for these guys. But Dude,
0: it's crazy. DeMar DeRozan. He loves his place. Left. I know he could have.
2: He could have left. A, he yes. was getting
0: max offers from the Lakers and numerous other yeah. freaking and, teams. And that would have been his hometown team. Played at USC. Yeah, yeah. and he didn't want to betray yep. the Raptors. That's all. Yeah, exactly. He wanted it now, and now. and then they
2: say you're not yeah, just, traded, and then boom. Oh yeah. No, you can listen, say it's a no, business. It's a bus- it is a business, but he was. But to your point earlier. You don't have to lie when the no, move's already going to make. Say, be you're being, you're being held yeah, to the San Antonio Spurs. Them, I
0: could have told him, I don't think you play defense. I think yeah. you're a one-dimensional player that only scores points, yeah. and we want to move on. Fine. Yeah, but you don't go up to the guy at spring ball, a summer ball, and go, hey, you you're begged, not being you traded. Paid. You beg the guy to stay, not to mention, what about Kyle Lowry? He stayed because DeMar told him he was staying, yeah. etc. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah they're boys. Yeah, it's... Basically, Masai's really messed this up, and now you've traded. I didn't even like this deal to begin with in the first place, and now we find out, I did not even know, like I was ragingly angry about this a couple hours ago. I kind of calmed down, but now we're basically getting word it's not just one report, it's real. Kawhi Leonard's putting it out there. I don't even want to go there, let alone, like, play there for a year. Like, he might not show up for a conference-type thing. Because he won't want to be part of it. Like he's basically could just say whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, but whatever. You're, you know, I for lack of a better turn, you're a bitch. All right, that's what we're looking at here. You know, Kawhi, I don't know who the hell you think you are, man. You think you're larger than the sport itself and stuff, and it, this will all backfire on you, bro. Watch, like the Lakers won't want you somehow. You're gonna end up getting hurt. Something will happen out of all of this. You're tempting the basketball gods with your arrogance. I mean, even LeBron James. I mean, I criticize LeBron James. LeBron James didn't just say to Cleveland this past year, Cam, well, I'm leaving at the end of the year. I'm not going to play. No, LeBron he actually James, took the team on his back, and they went to the damn. Dude, the guy played hard, hard until the last damn night. You always say what you will about LeBron. No, he, does, he works his ass you off. He took him to the finals. Yeah, he tapped out in game, you know, but what do you but, want him to do yeah. they were You know what I mean? They were getting blasted. But LeBron James didn't quit on Cleveland. He sweat, he tried, he took them as far as he could. And then he left after Kawhi didn't even do that for San Antonio. And now, you know, he doesn't want to play. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, this is a real problem. It's like a union issue almost now in which I can't really recall a player being such a bitch like like Kawhi Leonard is being right now. It's it's, it's just amazing. Uh, to but, me. You know, but the thing is, Camo, yeah. you, you know, it's not like we get traded to Sacramento. They're That's Raptors what I'm the saying. one sheet Number two. So what, you're not happy on the San Antonio Spurs, one of the model franchises That's in all professional sports one and of one the of best. the nicest cities with yep. no damn tax in Texas? I know oh, you're not happy in in, in Toronto, when one of the best cities in North America. So where are you happy, Kawhi? Well, in California. Well, when you're a free agent, you, you can, can go to California. You can exactly.
2: I don't it's just crazy. Maybe the injury's worse than what we think, and this is his little uh, way of just trying to avoid no, every situation. Or, yeah, we'll, we'll see. He's
0: been healthy. He's been ready to go for a while. It's just, it's a big disaster. It's a big disaster. Like, the Raptors really, I don't know, man. I would say they didn't think this through, but evidently, evidently they did think this through. I mean, there's, we've all known this for the last five, six days, that Kawhi Leonard was going to be a Raptor. We just didn't know how it was going to go down. Yeah. But what's amazing to me is... Is that the Raptors <laughs> would do this
2: if he's not even gonna play with
0: the fact that yeah, like already knowing okay, it's a rental for one year. And I got all these people tweeting me. I got all these people uh I got all these people tweeting me, telling me, Oh, look at Paul George in Oklahoma City last year and stuff. It's it's yeah, Paul George just didn't hold out last year. Right? Paul like, George it's not always the, plays. Yeah, it's not the same situation, guys. And then, So we, we go through, there's been about five reports now from different news outlets that Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to come to Toronto. He's not even going to show up, probably. Uh, there's other, There's here's, here's one about uh, an NBA general manager saying that when he was in the All-Star game, he never left the room in Toronto. He hates the cold. That whenever he, he doesn't, he doesn't like the cold at all. So it sounds like, you know, he's got more, you know, he's, he's a bigger prima donna than Jennifer Lopez is. But... The Raptors screwed the themselves. Thing, the, well, the thing
2: about DeMar DeRozan is... Oh, they trade their first-round no, pick yeah, last like year. Know, I know. Uh, yeah, it, was, well, why, why it could be a, a top 20. Uh, the thing is, Gabe, you're never going to see, even in Toronto, an improved basketball team, they will never get a top 10 player through free agency. You just know that's going to happen. The fact that you had a guy, DeMar DeRozan, who you drafted, you know, yeah. he stayed in the system and actually loved, 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 loved the area, the team, everything else. Like, he was basically... You could say, as an American, the top ambassador for Toronto basketball—like, out of any single person—gave his heart and soul for the franchise. It's just good luck trying to get other people to come here. I'm yeah. just saying—that's, you know, that. I know. as, that's well not as I right. Do. People do not come to Toronto. It's so just like, one like, of those like things. Like you, like he was said. the guy that trying to ch- trying to
0: change that and say it's a great place to play. Like Ananobi an- 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 could be a star. Okay. I think he, he's. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. sort. Of, he's sort of the next young. All right. They're kind of going to build around him a little bit. Yeah. He just saw what happened. So let's say, you know, what, when in three years, Cam, instead of when he can leave, or two years, what they can match, but let's say in three years, et cetera, when he can leave, and they say, you know what, OG, we want you to sign a five-year. We'd love to, for you to sign a long-term contract extension here. We just love you with the Toronto Raptors. And then he could say, yeah, well, you also love DeMar DeRozan with the Toronto Raptors, and he signed and rejected other offers and other teams, and then you turn around and you traded him. As you stated, and now I'm glad, too, and it sucks because I'm a Raptor fan, although a little, a little less more right now, to be honest with you. But it, it's, you know, you look at DeMar, DeMar is letting everyone know Masai Ujiri's a liar. That's not going to help. Who, who do you believe? Do you think, is DeMar DeRozan suddenly a liar? I believe DeMar DeRozan Yeah. You know what I mean? Is the yeah, Rose making this up? No. As if, right? So, Masai masai so out for Demar for, for a scene, while. Yeah, there's no loyalty. Like. Exactly, Cam. You're exactly It's right. actually personal.
2: You're exactly right. It's just, and that's the thing you learn in business with people. It's like. The whole little grudges against he Stewart, blamed stuff he like, blamed, that. like He no. blamed
0: DeMar for losing to the Cavs. Yes, he did. He basically, it was DeMar so you DeRozan. So he didn't play though. any
2: damn defense, whatever. But you know, it was a lot of guys' fault. Kyle Lowry, all the the rest of the team. It's not just DeMar DeRozan not playing defense. What about all the times that he scored for this team? What about all the times that he was the top dog so for f- many, f- f- many years?
0: 59-win team, top seed yeah. cam Coach gone, best player gone. yeah. And let's remember what Masai Ujiri did. Um... He's the only only general manager in the history of basketball just, to fire two coach of the year. It's he hilarious. He took this, over, Cam, in Denver yeah. and fired George Carl. George Carl was the coach of the year. He fired him.
2: It just, I just love And it. then
0: he bolted Denver. Yeah, And then Denver had to rebuild after he left. Like, local media think they think he's
2: going to come, that, that Kawhi Leonard is going to come here, play his ass off. And they're talking about, this is the best, they're talking about because the Raptors picked him up, he doesn't have to sign that four. They can do that five-year deal. <laughs> if he, I'm like, this guy wouldn't, like, he might, hey, Hey, nuts, this guy might not play a single minute for you, and you think he's going to sign a five-year I deal with the I Toronto said, Raptors?
0: I said, Kawhi Leonard's already on. rich. You think he gives a shit about losing, like, an extra 30 It's like, people you like, are nuts. It's like, it's dude, a, he's going to sign. Exactly. He can hold out, be a big bitch about this. Yeah, who cares? And the Lakers are still going to give him exactly. $220 million He's dollars. not playing for Toronto. Like, people, you guys don't seem to understand this stuff. Exactly. Like, Cameron said, oh, he won't do that with money. Yeah, I know, because Boogie Cousins will never saw it take $5 million yeah, to, to play, play for right? the Golden State Warriors. Why would he do that? Because he already has $180 million. He doesn't care. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you know no, I mean? it's just, it's just it's hilarious. Why like, Leonard is already richer than oh, he ever imagined in his life. I'm listening to So he's like, okay, yeah. I won't play for six months. Yeah. I'll play on the U.S. international team. I'll stay in shape, and I'll be on the Lakers or the Clippers or the Warriors next exactly. year.
2: Exactly,
0: And I'll be living in California like I want. I don't know what his obsession with California is. This trade was predicated on Kawhi
2: Leonard coming to Toronto healthy, playing his ass off for the Raptors, and making them either the best or second-best team after Boston at the Eastern Conference. Maybe them
0: going to the finals. With Philadelphia Lincoln. Him liking it here, and then on top, hey, listen, you can make a lot of money if you stay here. We'll give you $200 million. The exactly. guy's not even showing up at press conferences or anything. How why do people think he's going to play hard for this team? Yeah, I don't understand how the hell you trade for a guy That's that doesn't even want to be on That's your team. That's the thing. You like should, you never cleared it and said, "All right, he's in for one year." Like you got to like when you make a deal of this
2: magnitude, Masai and these guys have to talk to Kawhi Leonard and say, "Are you going to report? Are you going to play for this team? Do you like if if this guy's so negative about coming here, why the hell would you give an asset up like DeRozan, the original?" A guy that's bi- a, a guy who's a perfect player for this team. Another thing State. is too,
0: I see all these people tweet, "Oh, DeRozan's a choker," this yeah, and that, whatever. blah blah. You're all a bunch of shitheads that don't know anything. And then secondly, on top, it's amazing how you guys always take the side of like ownership and GMs and oh, the Blue Jays—they're doing the right thing and rebuilding. Yeah, yeah, I know, million the trillion-dollar operation like Rogers needs to rebuild Cam, right? No, they're not rebuilding. They're screwing And you.
2: know what the best is? They'll never, if there's a player that they need to get, they're not going to go spend the money like the Yankees and I never, Red Sox. I never right, thought. Yankees and Red Sox? No, they, do. They, they, they laugh at the
0: tax. I never thought. They laugh at the tax. Yeah, it's just, you Come know, on,
2: give me a break. Like, it's just weird. Under normal
0: shit. circumstances, hey, DeMar, DeRozan, I like DeMar, but under normal circumstances, DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard's the better deal. Oh, You're yeah. like, oh, but yeah, that, we'll But that's that. the thing.
2: That's not the deal, though. I know. That's what people don't understand. Exactly. This guy is not guaranteeing playing so for the Raptors. So DeMar DeRozan Rosen is
0: under, like, think if you're the Spurs, Cam. They're
2: loving life right now because he wasn't even
0: going to play for them. Think about the headache that you had on your hands.
2: I got to hand to pop. Pop sounds pretty happy in this yeah. interview.
0: You pretty think loose. about the headache that you had on your hands here with Kawhi. There was, there was really no way a good way out of this. And now suddenly you've got DeMar DeRozan, a first-round pick, and I'll tell you what, Pertle's going to be good on San Antonio. I think he will, too. He's going to fit right in. He's going to be good. And we're going to be like, oh, that's just great. And now he's scoring 14 points a night with 10 rebounds. You he know could, what I mean? Like, he could do that. I know. So, it's – dude – what did he was our first round pick ninth overall last year? What the hell are we doing?
2: You basically gave away a first round pick that has potential and the best scorer on the team for a guy that's not going to play. Who's going to be playing for a California team in a year. You know, and these people in local media and might not even. Play whoa, for what one a, year. what a great deal. What a great deal. Oh, it's going to get but these numbnuts think that this guy's actually going to sign a five year deal to stay with the Raptors. They won't even, they'll be lucky, lucky if he steps on the court, game Let I, alone a five-year deal. I asked on Twitter,
0: who do you think wins the DeMar DeRozan-Kawhi uh, Leonard uh, deal? And as I tweeted, remember, this is not straight up. Leonard is a free agent, TTC. Uh, 58% say the San Antonio Spurs won the deal. 42% say the Toronto Raptors out of 337 votes. Mm.
2: That's seeing it through rose-colored glasses. Because there's no way they win the deal. The only way they have a chance of winning the deal. This is a <laughs> weird deal that <laughs> there is no if winner. He, if he is. There is
0: no winner. No one yeah. wins. No one no, wins. Yeah, you're right. Cause, cause... Dude, the San Antonio Spurs had Kawhi Leonard, who's one of the best players in the NBA. Best two-around, all-the-way players in the NBA. And they lose him. All right? He's gone. After all that, just like that, boom. It's like they're divorced. Boom. He's gone for real. The Raptors... I'm a, I'm a diehard Raptor fan. We just lost, like, my, my favorite guy in the team, the most popular guy in the damn city, one of the most popular guys in the city, and he's gone, and what do the Raptors get out of this? Well, we got now we got to beg Kawhi Leonard to play for us for a year, and now, and then when he does, I'm sure he's going to run through walls and die for balls. And, and Danny Green. Like, and Danny Green. Uh, and Danny Green. <laughs> Danny Green. And, Dan, like, Danny, Green that's, Danny the, Green, that's the Spurs saying, and, and you're going to take Danny Green for us. I know. <laughs> right. We're that's, jumping. that's not I saying we want deal. Danny Green. What a deal for us. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> great freaking backcourt cam Danny Green and Fred Van Fleet.
2: <laughs> God. Hey, man, the, the problem is people, the, the, the people they made the deal assuming. I'm having a hard assuming, time not to swear right I now. I understand. They made the deal assuming that this guy is going to come in happy healthy and want to play and the best case scenario we hold all, on, we hold all on. know about best assuming. case best case scenario you get one year from him but is but he's not coming in happy and healthy that's the problem
0: i had chest pains earlier
2: i i've been wanted to tell you that for a long time i'm actually worried about it i got this on the side of uh yeah it's not There's good. the ambulance coming right, it's coming
0: Pretty crazy day out there today, man. Ambulances and oh yeah, uh, the guy with the, the the dump truck guys making all some kinds of. The guy with a way. chainsaw, yeah, out yeah a there.
2: chainsaw. Your buddy's got the his motorbike. I guess he just got
0: some new uh,
2: parts on that thing. It was really humming. He's just trying to show <laughs> off. <laughs> Look at me, hate, I'm in I the hate complex. I hate <laughs> when people do that. I
0: do too. It's, it's like, like yeah. It's like buddy, we get it. Thanks. You can rev, you can rev your motor. Good for you. That's what I like about
2: Joe. He's got a Harley Davidson cruising bike. Doesn't need to rev it. He just goes on tour. Comfortable
0: ride. Sweet. Sweet Emotion. Red heat and rage. Golf! 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 Golf!
4: Four! Four!